Hello and welcome to the No Cell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you. It is a happy... Well, it's a new... It's a new year. A, yes, it is. Yeah, happy New is. Year, yes. Well, not for, not for New Day, it ain't. <laughs> Boys and girls, we're, what, what are we doing today? We're going to talk some news. We're talking wrestling news. And then... And then the uh, No Cell Awards as we are in the new year. And I'm going to piss some people off, baby, on this, on this fucking oh, no. podcast. We are... We're, we're going to get heat. We're going to get heat. Yeah, we're going to get heat. That's a good word for it. Speaking of Joe Cool, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> I'm alongside here with that uh, the human wrestling database, that K-Fabe Slapnut. Uh, Mac. I am proud to be a slap nut. My man uh, invaded another popular company once again this weekend, so... <laughs> Ain't he great? You looked at me like I had a steaming piece of dog shit hanging out of my mouth some five years ago, Joe, <laughs> when I said, one of my favorite guys is Jeff Jarrett because he's smarter than everybody else and he and I've learned, the wrestling world. And I've learned in these past five years, <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. Let's not forget the chosen one, Mike Booble. That little soliloquy there you went on gave me an idea. Yeah. Proud to be a slap nut. Because <laughs> it tastes I know I'm free. Gonna take the guitar shot in the head. Proudly. Proudly. There it is. And I'll sell it like a motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, yes, we got some news to talk about, but the focus for today's show is the no-sell, the no-sell awards. But let's talk about what just happened this past weekend. Jeff Jarrett invading GCW. Ha <laughs> ha! And he's taken, take, took out Effie. So that means one thing: Jeff Jarrett's wrestling at GCW Hammerste- Hammerstein against Effie, most that's, likely. That's awesome. I hope it is. I hope it is because he deserves to be there. Can you imagine the heel heat? Jeff Jarrett will get at a GCW show in Hammerstein. Can you imagine? Big. And he, he, like, I honestly think he's going to go by the man in black. Yeah. Because he's he just all in black. It like, might rival Lawler in the ECW arena in 1997. Ain't he great? It's going to be great. If there isn't a complete antithesis to what Game Changer Wrestling is, it's Jeff Jarrett. Oh, it's beautiful. <clears throat> Slow, steady wrestling headlocks. Yeah, take headlocks, yep. takedowns. Ain't he great? But let's talk about Jody, uh, the, uh, the other thing that happened. Oh, I just I almost wet myself. Can you imagine the mass hysteria in a building at a GCW show when he does a death match? And while the other guy is trying to use light bulbs and shit like that, he's using his gimmick guitar, the old Memphis chain, you know, the, all the old gimmicks. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, powder. The invisible yeah. gimmick in the tights that the ref can't find. Yeah. That you know it's nothing. Brass knucks. That, that, that crowd will be ready to fucking murder him. It's going to be great, dude. Oh, that's and what I want to see. he's great. great. But during that, uh, WWE decided to do their day one. First day, uh, pay-per-view, whatever. This is going to be interesting from here on. They want to do this every year. Regardless of what the day falls on. So we could be seeing a Wednesday pay-per-view, you know, when, if it falls on it. I don't hate the idea. What if it falls the on the wrong a, company? What if it falls on a Monday or Friday? Live premiere event, baby. I'm, Live, sure, yeah, I'm, sure Fox, uh, I'm sure Fox would love them telling you, there's no SmackDown this week. We're doing a pay-per-view. You're doing a what? How much money are we paying you? premiere live event, sir. How much money are we paying you? Yeah, you're doing a SmackDown. Both. <laughs> 
Back, split crew. Two hour SmackDown pre show. <laughs> Having a fucking split crew. We're Spec- next year. SmackDown's on at 1 p.m. this year. This no, week. Vince is a whore for money. So that year and that year only, it'll be day two. Uh, it'll be New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. New Year's Day on next year's on a Sunday. Well, yeah, that's so Saturday then Sunday then. Because I, but I feel like in well, leap years it's good today. So yeah, in twenty twenty four, it would be on a Thursday. No, sorry, Monday. I was looking at February. Yeah, because every leap year doesn't affect January first. So oh, do, okay, so it doesn't sorry okay. So yeah, no split, no extra day. So okay, so day one happened. So let's break down these. Uh, oh, I have my thoughts. Dun dun. I read them. Would you like? Did you like them? Uh, our first pr- the pre-show match, the kickoff match, Sheamus and Sheamus defeated Cesaro and Ricochet <laughs> in nine minutes forty five seconds as Rich Holland took a boot to the nose and it broke his nose. So that young up and coming uh, baby face underdog Sheamus defeated those nasty heels of Cesaro and Ricochet. You, trying, you, t- you just taking my gimmick? You're oh, just, I honestly did not know that. First of all, day one does affect. Leave you does affect. Affects the next. The year. next year, twenty five yeah. is on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, uh, so Sheamus and Rich Holland defeated Cesaro and Ricochet, two and a half stars. Barely got going when a missed 450 splash by Ricochet broke Holland's nose. Mm. After that, the heel Sheamus overcame a two-on-one advantage and one clean. That's the uh, this guy who snapped his leg or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's mm. Oh, Ricochet. I mean, it was stood straight on his nose. Yeah, he's having, he's Cesaro, a, Cesaro flipped him, and he yeah. had a front flip and just landed on his face. He's, he's having a rough time. Yeah. Yeah, Ridge ain't doing so well. But Roy, there be the mask it's, men. It's called change on the fly. Exactly. Yeah. The guy gets injured and a heel is out there with two dudes. Let's a baby face. Let them win, and then you can get him back. Yeah, get him back. Yeah, like Seamus should know better. Like, well, it's not his call. It's yeah. like you know. That's the thing. But like, so I get that I do. But like, you're in the ring. What the fuck are they gonna do about it? <laughs> That's a good point. Fuck you. Didn't make sense, Vince. Sorry, oh, the, we, have the, sorry <laughs> we have the pre-show match. However. However, during the day, it was announced that one Roman Reigns has tested positive for COVID. Was it that day or the day before? That day. It was that day. Yeah, it was that hours before the show. Like hours before the show. So he tested positive. Who wrote that tweet for him, though? I really doubt he started with, I yearn to wrestle for you guys on this day. That's the word used. There is no no way he said, I yearn to wrestle for you. It's not for Takatesh. He yearns. So Brock Lesnar, who's supposed to be taking on one Roman Reigns, has been put in the uh, the Fatal Four Way to make it Corey's favorite a Fatal Five Way. Fatal Five Way for the Dirty Championship. The part that pissed me off as a fan, if I'm there live, okay, just you know, COVID shit happens. We're gonna do add a match. We were promised seven matches. Instead of adding one, you just moved him over to another title. I get it, but then add a fucking match. You have the roster size, (laughs) right? There's people in catering. Have Shinsuke defend that? You know what? Actually, Damian Priest has yet to wrestle for the U.S. belt since he won it at, like, SummerSlam. There it is. Have him defend against somebody. But, hey, you know, what am I doing? You know, I'm just a fucking fan. Be a fan, bro. Be a fan, bro. Uh, so our first match of the pay-per-view, besides the pre-show, is the, Uso defeating, the Usos defeating the New Day. You don't say t- they wrestled? That's weird. Yeah, to retain their tag team championships from SmackDown. Whatever. 17 minutes and over. Uh, and they win via what? A 3D. Yeah, they used it. Well, they call it the 1D. The 1D. <laughs> yeah. Call the double D, dog. Come on. Since day one. Day one. Said the 1D. Uh, three and a half stars. These two teams have great chemistry. This was no different. Eventually, they will need to wrestle other people, though. 
I mean, I mean, really? Uh, DX baby. Our, <laughs> <laughs> our next match is Drew McIntyre defeating Madcap Moss <laughs> in nine minutes and forty-five seconds. Two and a quarter stars. <sighs> Madcap Moss is a stupid gimmick, but the guy can work. Drew gets the win, and then they write him out by pulmonizing his neck in the back, as he does have legitimate neck issues. And if depending on how the uh, tests come back, could be looking at that neck surgery. The year if he has that surgery, yeah. Fuck. How old is he? Thirty. It is in the thirties. I got you right here. I'm on the. <sighs> that's, not, that's not good. He is. He's, he's thirty-six. Always, he's the wrong direction to get yeah. hurt like that. That's the wrong direction. And guys, you know, Roman out with COVID. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's just COVID and nothing else happens, which you never know, right? Yep. Drew might have to have neck surgery every time they book a fucking mania in Dallas. Yep. That main event <laughs> level crew fucking falls just apart. falls apart. Remember how star-stricken they were for that yep. fucking abortion in 2016? Your favorite wrestling of all time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's happening again, guys. God damn it. It's but happening this time, again. But this time in two nights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Good luck filling two nights in that fucking place with the people that are going to you know, be left. You know what they're doing, right, though? What? Buy one get one free. Yeah, they're like, already doing. They're doing like that. Type of, they're doing yeah. that stuff for already. WrestleMania. Buy one get the next Are they night. In Jerry's World. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh huh. Two nights. They're trying to sell two hundred and ten thousand. That's the plan. Tickets. That's the plan, Stan. That's what they think they can do. Is the Rock fighting Steve Austin? The Rock will not be there. He's doing making a movie. Austin might. Who knows? They want him. They want Austin to do something there. They're trying hard. But yeah. Uh, our next match was for the Raw Tag Team Championships as the RK Bro defeats Street Profits. Three stars. RK Bro comes down with Migos, and crusty old ass me assumes they are a big deal. They no. are. Okay. They are. Yeah, but it's just I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, our next match. Well, hold on. Profits oh, worked heel. So good, in fact, I was sure they were turning at the end of the match. <laughs> Everybody else did. And they didn't. But I was damn well, sure they were. were for TV, sir. Internet, right. The internet was also saying that as well. But no, what? Not on the premiere live event? You don't go here? Nah. Okay. He goes ratings, baby. So the next match that went 20 minutes, Edge <laughs> defeating The Miz. Two and three quarter stars. Edge continues to put over new talent here with young boy Miz. <laughs> Edge warned Miz that he is bringing out the old Edge, which, if true, Miz should rush Maurice out of the damn building right now. On this day. Nobody he got bangs, that. <laughs> he banks clearly. We rated our superstar. He might have a live sex celebration, you know? But he does come out to the brood. It was okay. Maurice interferes one too many times, leaving Beth Phoenix going full Vampiro and not moving until her damn music hits. Yeah. And one. then she makes the save. <laughs> she stands on the stage and does like the grim, like, oh, I'm going to kill you, bitch. She almost looked like she was frothing at the mouth. And then the music hits, and then she starts walking. Yeah. And I saw the best tweet <laughs> of that is what Matt Stryker would say. And it's like, she wanted to hear the music so she can get pumped up even more. And she's yeah. like, that would be a Matt Stryker thing to say. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, next was Becky. Edge and Miz in 2022. Jesus. Uh, all right. So far, he said he, he looked forward to coming back and, and Resting the facing young guys. young guys. So far, he's feuded with Orton, Rollins, and Miz. Yeah. And his neck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's a losing battle. He's, yeah, he's losing And his pack. One. Uh, next match for the Raw Women's Championship as Becky Lynch defe- defeats Liv Morgan. Three and a quarter. Good match, but they haven't built Liv up to be a threat, so there was no chance anyone believed she had a chance. Yeah. And she didn't. They, man, they have really booked themselves in the corner with, with Becky. They, you know what they also did? It's the Goldberg Syndrome in 98. I, what yeah. the fuck do you do? I saw a thing, too, about they booked themselves in the corner, too, with the Rumble. 
They don't have enough women. They don't have enough women. <laughs> They've released so many people. Whoops. They don't have enough women for oh, a 30. They'll bring old bitches back. Yeah, they yeah. will, but. Yeah, I was going to say. Holla, holla. They can't even bring up NXT ow, ow, people ow. to fill it. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. Oh, God. So, Corey, you want Stacey Keebler or uh, Kelly Kelly back? Kelly Kelly. <laughs> Neither? You got it. Santina. I want Santina. Out of those three, I'll take Santina. There it is. So, in the main event, the, lady, the Fatal Five Way match for the WWE Championship that goes eight minutes and 25 seconds. <laughs> Brock Lesnar defeats Big E, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley, or as they call him, the. Uh, uh, the almighty Brock Lesnar wannabe. Well, the, that's the almighty Black Lesnar. Yeah. So thank you. But uh, I gave it four stars. This was a lot of fun, but also an indictment on how this company views Big E as champion. They had something with him and spent no time in making him a complete joke. This was pathetic. The match was really good. Um, he didn't even come out last. They had Rollins, Owens, Lashley, Big E, and then Brock come out. I mean, Rock is that Hogan push. But I would, I could justify it if he comes out first. But anywhere in the middle, See, he's that, your champion. It makes sense because he does the, oh, he gets the crowd. But he didn't do that. Pumped. He doesn't yeah. do that anymore. He doesn't do that. Should have. That's not his promo. He's got the uh, Wall-A music now. Yeah. <sighs> so between that and the fact that he was almost a non-factor in most of this, it was, and I'll tell you, the crowd is hungry for Lesnar versus uh, Lashley. Popped. Huge, big time for it. They've wanted it, it for years, and it felt like something when they finally went at it. Uh, so, God, I hope they they change course and do that match. Man, when Lashley went to Bellator, there was real like buzz that he might try and they might try and get him in the UFC to have that Lesnar Lashley like fight. So overall, a good night of action. The main event is a great sprint, one of the better sub ten minute matches you'll find. And um, overall, it's worth checking out. It's nothing you're going to remember, but it's not a bad show at all. Uh, but I want to take a moment and just further indict them on what they've done with Big E. You gave them the worthless, and I, I, I know it's important. I know it's fun to have ladder matches, but this money in the bank shit needs to stop. It's actively it's hurting. Played, it's, played out now. it's actively hurting people now. Yeah, uh, giving a guy like that the money in the bank did nothing to help him. It's a heel thing. He's yeah, a heel, and then he does nothing but lose once you give him the title. You just have him lose on what, TV. What was that stat? Eight straight losses on TV yep. after winning the title. That's a problem for your world champ. And, uh, and totally. How many roll ups to get Joe some money? How many? Yeah, come on, Totally baby. emasculated by Roman in a champion versus champion match on the pay per view. Um, well, it wasn't even 50 50. All they did more for Big E is they put him out in the. They tried, what they tried to do is they did the. Uh, we'll throw him on Fox Game Day. We'll, well, no. he'll, be a, he'll be a UFC. Uh, Ring announcer for oh, somebody. He, he does uh, boxing. 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 It's for yeah. Sean Porter, and it's. I, I will tell you guys, there is a lot of UFC WWE crossover. There is zero boxing WWE crossover. I've been in two theaters when he does that, and people are like, "Who the fuck is that? What is he doing?" <laughs> I was like, and like I put my head, I'm like, "Ooh, that's, don't worry about it." Ironically <laughs> enough, he did a great job for them outside the company as doing oh, he's shit like a great that. media guy. Yeah. Uh, one of the best since Brett, honestly, in terms of going out and doing stuff and putting your best foot forward. Who's the best that that is? It's the fucking Miz, man. He's great at it. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, I can have a better ambassador than that, dude. And and they could have built on the fact that Biggie was doing all that stuff and making him. But <sighs> I don't know. I I disagree. Once you had him in that group and throwing pancakes, he should, never should have been a world champion. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I understand that he has the talent to do something. 
But once you gave him that gimmick, he wasn't anymore. He he wasn't. You know, I have tried so it's, hard. When you have him, when you have your world champion twerking, nah, dog, we can't, we can't have that. I have tried so hard to justify mm-hmm. allowing it, but I can't do it. You're preaching to the choir. It's the Foley thing, man. He just it doesn't make sense for you, him a world champion. As soon as he was, and I know that's. The three of them are that close, and they love it. And, Great. And and here's something I can't speak to. Fuck ton of money. I can't speak <laughs> to this. Uh, apparently, it was g- uh, good African American relations. Like in terms, that that as as a trio, eventually, first, well, beginning, at first no, it was not great. great. But once they got <laughs> once they got the kinks figured out, yeah. it was actually current to African American culture. Yep. And tra- so I understand why it's important to them to do it for sure. I do, and that's great. Perfect. Because I'll be the, we'll talk about it a little later. Yeah. There's not a lot of African American presentation in this business, especially, especially that company. There never has been. Yeah. Oh, they're getting a free pass now. They're getting flowers thrown out because they have so many African American wrestlers working. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh well, we'll discuss it. It's uh-huh. going to get my heat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Joe doesn't want to do this podcast. He just wants to stop and go. No. You're right. Yep. In my opinion, he's got the talent, but he should have never been world champ. He. It was the golden watch, you know. Thank you, uh, but for me, it's the it's fully and it, for me, it's Triple H side. The, the Triple H thing, serious Biggie, is better. Like but, angry Triple H is better. Serious Biggie is better than. And and you have a point there, but to me, there, and I can't explain why. I don't know why, but there is a difference between smartass Triple H making cock references with a hot dog on TV. And Big E throwing pancakes and dry humping the turnbuckle. I don't know why, uh, but there is a difference. Once, oh, for sure, well, there's a difference. Once the bell rang, Triple H got serious, and when the bell rang, Big E never got serious. He was still goofy. They would still joke all the time. He was just—it was goofy all the time. At the end of the day, like Triple H was that smartass, like heel to annoy you, and then like he's like, he "I'll just beat your the ass." Be- though, for real. It's the opposite, of, uh, the opposite of Fida, uh, Festus. Yeah. Bell rings. Wow. <laughs> Holy fuck. What that's a, a weird that's a reference. reference right there. <laughs> Bell rings. He gets serious, shit. not dumb. Uh, 2022 BMO card. You had Festus? <laughs> we just uh, talked about Biggie, I, Triple no, H, I and Festus. Give a big brother salute there from the Good Brothers. <laughs> we just tied in Biggie, Triple H, and Festus. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's goddamn great. Uh, there is. And it's. <laughs> I try. Every, Fantastic, sir. Everybody I try. who jokes a lot in the business Colt Cabana, the Young Bucks, Kenny Santino. Omega, Santino. All bury Jim Cornette for this phrase, but it's absolutely true, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And that's funny, don't make money. And they, they hate that, but it's fucking true. Funny doesn't make that level of money. One time. Andy Kaufman. And you know why it worked? Because the guy standing across from him was Jerry Lawler, and he put him in the hospital with a pile driver. So, you know. They didn't treat it funny. Kaufman didn't get the advantage. Kaufman, he slapped the fuck out of him on live Letterman yeah. television. So, you know. They treated it as, uh, oh, he's, he's making fun of it, but the guy's beating his ass. And yeah. you probably shouldn't have done that. Funny don't make money. That's a bitter pill for a lot of wrestlers who are funny to f- swallow. I get it. But no, notice, and I... I Kenny Omega this year was world champ for like nine of the months yeah. or 11 months. Did a great job. Yep. It's the one year that his comedy was at its most subdued. Yeah. He might have done some on the 69 web show. be done. Yeah. Although, but that was heel heat. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was. still was. trying to get it heel was, heat. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't the Kenny Omega with the broom up the ass and nope. the, 
He didn't do any of that. He didn't wrestle a blow-up doll. It was a serious year. Yeah. And it was his best year. Yep. There's a lesson to be learned there. Funny don't make money. You can be a funny wrestler. Wrestling needs some comedy. You can be funny in promos. But there's a spot on the roster if you're mainly funny, and it's nowhere near the top. The Rock is funny. Yeah, but he's also a wrestler. He also fucking stopped that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a difference. And Biggie refuses to change. Everybody has tried. Booker. Booker T has tried so hard to tell him, look, you've got everything in the world. The New Day was a great thing. You've got to kill it. You have got to move on. Triple H, that's another thing. Triple H reinvented himself when he broke DX. Mm-hmm. Yep. It wasn't a continuation. Would you go to NoSellEntertainment.com? It doesn't there mean, it is. and it, well, we refuse to break up the New Day. You don't have to break them up. No. Nope. They can still do their comedy thing, but you're serious as a world champ. And look at the Money at War stories, which you can listen to on NoSellEntertainment.com. DX is still sort of around Triple H, but there's a clear separation. Yes. When that's, he needs them around, they're DX. When he fucking does it, he is Triple H the game. That's King of Kings, dog. That's what you need to make it to that next level. He refuses. So I'm, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for him at this point. They did do him wrong with how they presented him, period, as for champ sure. anyway. In but the, you got to get rid of the New Day shit. In the promo tonight, they uh, uh, Lesnar debuts with the title. Heyman's back with them after last week, the uh, Roman punching him out. Two weeks ago, actually, and knock, knock him out. So he's uh, Heyman's no longer with Roman. And, you know, B- Brock got to talk for a minute, but then Ro- uh, Heyman broke down every person since tonight. It's a fatal four way winner, number one contender. Same guys that was in the match last night, the night before. And uh, Heyman's just like this you know, Big E would have won. But Brock Lesnar was in the ring. So Brock won. So building up a Brock Biggie yeah. match, which is going to happen, and it's not going to have the heat it should if nope. it's going to be funny, laughing, happy, pan- bright yep. pink neon colored Biggie out there waving his it's dick around in the festivus air. Festivus for the ref- rest of us on his uh, yeah. gear. Yeah. You know what it is? It's happy go lucky John Cena, which never would have made it. It's terrible. When which I when I think it? of Biggie, you know the first thing I think of. What? Do you remember how he was debuted to the audience when he was lifting those weights in John yeah. Cena's gym? Yeah. From then, he should have walked in like Scott Norton as a motherfucking badass and beat the shit out of people. But now he come in. AJ Lee's bodyguard. Which I guess would have been fine if he had just been serious and gone with that. But then they went in an entirely different direction with him when he finally got the shot. And it he's hamstrung. He's a naturally charismatic, funny guy. You could have New Day shit on YouTube. On fucking up, up, down, down. They have their own you podcast. You mean like the yeah. Be in the Elite stuff? Yeah. They put all that crap on YouTube. But wait, they can't. Yeah, they I can't. Just, without permission. Fuck, man. He's never going to be what he should be if he keeps this up. Yeah. So he's going to be his own worst enemy there. Remember this podcast? We talked about it. Before he won the title last year, we were like, if they do this right, they build towards Brock and Big E. It made our Brock and our, uh, Roman and Big E at Mania. Yeah, yeah. It's a big fucking Make match. Them serious. Now you think about that, you're like, fuck, I want to watch that match. No, fuck I don't that. want to see that at all. They've already, ruined, they've already done Brock and Roman already. It's terrible. Yeah. And it wasn't great. Yeah. No, it's. No, but you know what does make money for me? It might, you know, would equal money. And it ain't going to fill out 100000 on its own, but WrestleMania doesn't need a big match to do that anymore. Of course, it's not going to get anywhere near 100000 nope. either night. They're going to say it. That's here not. or there. Um, and that's Lesnar Lashley. Yep. Yeah. That screams, yes, I want to put money down to see that. Do you that's, think that's a stiff match? Do yeah. you think Do you think that Lashley wins Rumble? And that no. Like, no. No. I think Big E wins Rumble. Yep. I do too. That's it. They fucked him over at this one, and that screams giving him Make the win up. at Rumble. That's what yep. they do. You yep. can 
I mean, we all we've all been there long enough. We can see what they're doing. And then he puts them over today just a little bit in the promo. He mm. would have won, but Lesnar was there. He's gonna win the rumble. Yep. Yep. And knowing me, Lashley's gonna get fucked into some mid card shit, and they're gonna do some convoluted Biggie and Lesnar night one, Lesnar Roman night two to unify the fucking belts. I'm calling it now. By the way, I'm, I'm calling it now. Yep. Predictions of 2022. Yep. I'm calling it now. God, Got it. That's terrible. That's exactly what they're gonna do. That's terrible. Speaking of mania, mania. Is that the backlash? Oh no! It's the backlash is gonna be other topics such like the Biggie one that I will get more granular on. Jeff Sherritt. Um, but first, let's talk about 200,000 tickets, huh? You want to sell 200,000 tickets. Let me explain something to you guys. Yeah. December 26th, they always run a house show at Madison Square Garden. Yup. They did that this year. Correct. Super show. Both brands represented. Roman. Theoretically, biggest, Charlotte, biggest names Becky. from both. Big stars came out. 4,700 tickets. That's um, it's embarrassing. Dude, they gave away they 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 put out three thousand tickets for just people to grab. About a thousand people bothered to grab those and go. So even the free tickets weren't moving in New York City. Right. The day before on Christmas Day, New York Knicks completely sold out. Nineteen five. The Knicks sold out. Uh, starting the next night, there was like a three night stay by like fish. Uh, check it out. All God damn it. Th- all three nights sold out. Jesus, fish. Yeah. But Jeez. WWE, 4,700. Tell me if you like this number. It is the third lowest attendance in Madison Square Garden in WWE history. Ouch. The diesel rain? Yep. Looked into it. None of the cards were as low as that. In fact, the lowest was like 7,900. And that, listen to this, guys. Diesel and Shawn Michaels against Men on a Mission was the main event. Mom. What, was the, what were the two lowers? Uh, one was 2000 and... I can't remember the year. Uh, 10, 11, 12 maybe. But it had something to do with uh, weather. Just... Uh, horrendous fucking weather. Snow or something. Sounds very familiar. That sounds familiar. And then one was from like the 72 or 73 um, when Bruno was not champion. In fact, and that one was the show that all of a sudden they called Bruno and said, we want you to be champ again. And he laid out his prices and they paid it happily. (laughs) So uh, maybe they should think about doing that with John Cena or something. I don't know. But this is bad. And this was both brands together. This was a super show. The absolute best people they could have had were on the show. Oh. Just shows? 4,700. Just shows. And they don't want to hear it. Um, there's no way AW does less than $10,000 or 10,000 people in that arena. Yeah. No, no way they hell, do less than 10. Uh, all out, night one, like the when it was ROH production, it sold out. Yeah, yeah. No way it does less than that. Uh, Jesus, man. New York has squarely become AEW country. Yeah. Which... That has to more than anything scare Vince because that WWE was never able to do that. They never even fucking tried. No, they, they were lucky. They got tried. into the Meadowlands in the early '90s and it didn't go well. And it didn't. Whenever last they went long. to Connecticut, it never went well. Yeah. When they would go to Philly, it didn't do well. Like but, yeah. But two years into its existence, they took New York from WWE. Yeah. 
That's scary. And they're like, you could have Barclays. We're going to take, call gonna that, take the iconic arena. I call that Dallas. I call that, yeah, I call that Carmel. So I was going to ask you guys about that. I know Vince has a fucking hard on for football stadiums. Yeah. He should go back to arenas. He until needs he to. Knows, well, well, until he knows. Until they show a year where they can sell out a bigger arena in two and a half minutes, pack those stadiums and have hot fucking crowds. There's there's three so far that I know Make of. I, but there's more this year. Need the two, the mani- tickets. The two manias, and you have Money in the Bank in the Vegas. Yeah, Money in the Bank is the region stadium. Fucking yeah. stupid. Oh no! Don't forget four SummerSlams in Nashville yeah. at the yep. Titans. That's, I, I knew I knew there would be more, but I didn't know. So yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I I don't get it. And not only should they not do the those big football stadiums if they can't pack them, they shouldn't do NBA stadiums for these Raws and Smackdowns that they're they not even. Not. They should not. They should not. It looks terrible. And like for my mania idea, you can do destination cities. Like you could do T-Mobile in Vegas. That is a mania weekend show. Easily, you could sell that out. Not even. You could have a second show at MGM Grand. You know what I mean? You could. Do you know the reason why they're Vegas. not getting rid of the basketball why? arenas? Because if they get out and stop doing them, AEW could scoop them up. I don't and think they, they have, will. I don't think they will either. But they could. And he's not willing to do that. He's not willing to take that choice. He has to have the superior, bigger arenas, the bigger lights. They've been around fifty years. For they over have, fifty years, they for have over to be the big years. thing. And if they're not. They can't deal with it. So he's going to put a quarter of the people into basketball arenas for Raws and SmackDowns and just have creative fucking camera work because now it's not only just the hard cam side that's empty, it's the hard cam side to like half of there. Well, let's just do a fucking Thunderdome. They used to have one whole wall of TVs. He, I mean, if it would, here's the thing he would love to do the Thunderdome again. Because it controlled, because one, it controlled the boos and yays. He can, you can, you can program who's winning or who's popular. And can't who's not, on TV, so. right? But <laughs> he just wanted one, to see what was going he on. He likes money. <laughs> and two, if the other guys are in live arenas every week and you're not, that's mm-hmm. going to be a bad look. And yeah. he knows it. It's just so he's not going to do it. But the, they got to come up with something quick because they are not moving tickets for anything. And some of the house shows. Have been so badly attended. We talked about it. Why the fuck are they doing house shows? They always have. Old cool. habits. Old habits. Stop. You know, boomers. <laughs> they're going to do what they're going to do because that worked. shit. Stop doing that and make more from your TV shows and have people show up to that. Mm-hmm. Morons. Uh, they uh, somebody I uh, somebody on like, a wrestling group on Facebook tweeted like comment like made a, a post about how he went to a house show and he was super excited to go to the next day house show and he's just like. I don't know if you know this, but it's exactly the same thing every house show to the T. Oh, and they don't it, change anything. Oh, I know that. I we, we, I, 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 I witnessed that to myself. But like he witnessed it, and he was just like, "Yeah, this is bullshit." Like I went there, and like McIntyre comes out and helps Sheamus, and then Sheamus turns on him both nights, and it's just like you know who did change things for house shows? Uh, Jim Crocker Promotions, NWA, because. Because that very thing, someone might actually go to the next show and then if it's not too far away and you can't have them seeing the same exact fucking thing. So they would they wouldn't change it like most of the people would have different opponents. But I mean, your big money man Luger was going to take on Flair in the main event, but they weren't going to have the same fucking match they had the night before. It's like NXT when NXT was in Seattle one one night, they would do the same thing. It's but they would flip it, though. They switch it. So, yeah, they tweak it. So be like. 
Uh, for us, it was like Bobby Roode versus Finn Balor for the title. Yeah. But in the night before, it was like Shinsuke and Finn versus Roode and like Elias. Which makes sense. Switch it up. Don't insult your audience. WWE insults their audience. They always have. Oh, they yeah. literally think we're stupid for liking it because the owner hates himself for liking wrestling. But yeah, they. Uh, good luck, though. Good luck. Yeah, so you have good all that. Luck. But you know, the <laughs> successful more company, AEW, it's had an interesting week. Has had an interesting <laughs> week. We'll bring up now that they're moving to TBS, the mothership of. By the way, some dude on Twitter has been going through and finding old TBS commercials yeah, uh, with the old graphics yep. and putting AEW Wrestling in there, like the old blue, red, and white TBS logo that they used to show in the yep. mid-90s. The Brave, And it would say like 735 Andy Griffith Show, yep. 505 AEW Dynamite, that, 705 that's, that's Braves a, at Giants. That's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's that, uh, AEW did that. Like They, they yeah. took the guy. But then like they made the comment like, I'm still waiting for the, the like, uh, movie and a yeah, dinner, dinner, dinner movie. Dinner movie. Yeah. Like that's after us, right? Hell and yeah, dude! Dinner and a movie. He's done like different eras. I remember how it, it had a purple backdrop in the eighties. I saw the blue and one, he, and he dropped that one in too. Like, yeah, it was like <sighs> the so monsters, great, and then AEW Dynamite, it's and I'm like, so fucking great. hell! So they're doing that. So they're doing that. But let's talk about the tweet, the non-story, the non-story. So give the background first. I will. Then we'll get to the tweet. You want me to do this? Go ahead. Okay, I figured. About a month ago, there was a statement released by both sides, AEW and uh, Big Swole. And it was a really nice, just real quick, saying that both sides had mutually agreed to part ways. Never true, but okay. Yeah, and you knew it. I'm reading it. I was like, well, that's bullshit. Nope. Um, and that, uh, you know, it's the way it goes. She wanted to do other stuff and they're, you know, concentrating on their stuff, whatever. I didn't think much of it other than, well, that's bullshit. Cause nobody went, uh, but then she went on a podcast mm-hmm. this week and went further into it and saying that, uh, she wanted to leave cause she didn't like the, uh, she didn't like what was happening or lack of happening in terms of representation with minorities, particularly African-American. Mm-hmm. And how she didn't feel there was enough voice there for African-Americans. It kind of got, shockingly, it kind of got misinterpreted on Twitter because, you know, idiots. But she was talking mostly about behind the scenes in terms of positions of higher power. Yeah. Um, She wasn't necessarily talking about on screen. But in terms of having VPs or important executives of color, there weren't enough in her opinion, her liking. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants to see more of that, and she told them that. And uh, and that's fine. I totally valid statement uh, for your. You know, everybody's entitled to an opinion. Yep. Um, if that's what she said in the exit interview, that's perfectly makes sense to me. Uh, you should tell them how you feel. Hopefully, they listen. If that's mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, of course, that got totally misconstrued within minutes on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And it started, yeah, they don't push black people. Yeah. And uh, and I have some, I saw some tweets that I thought were really eye-opening about that, too, and how wrong she was about that. But that's not the issue. That is not. No. Nope. That's not what, what the basis of everything was. No. Nope. And then Tony Khan tweeted, yep. and admittedly, shouldn't have sent the tweet. Discretion, the better part of valor. You probably should have just let it go. Probably, because when you like but, most things, when you ignore them, they just go away. But yeah, exactly. When you respond, 
and jump into the argument, it just it takes on a life that you can't control. And Tony Khan is an old wrestling message. Um, oh, he's a message uh, board guy. Yeah, oh, message, he's board a guy. message board guy. So do you think he's going to not say anything? No, 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 no. And do you have said tweet, uh, I Mike? I do have said tweet. Oh, that's wonderful. Would you mind uh, reading that to us? If I can have your attention, please. And I quote... The top two AEW execs are Brown, parentheses me, Tony Connell, and uh, Megan. I don't know how to say the name either. Miguel, I don't know. Yeah. Jade, Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, and Mark Quinn all won on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough for AEW Rampage. Street fight tonight! Which was an awesome street fight, by the way. It was so good. The fuck, the bunny's face bled is like a motherfucker. Muda, Muda Crimson. Yeah, she, it was so good. So, um, can I ask you a real quick question for yes. you? To say anything you want. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't put it in the shed. This is a yes or no question. Yep. Did Tony Khan in that tweet in those 165 characters yep. say anything racist? No. No. Okay. Now, what were we gonna say? So, back to Corey's point, how this was taken wildly out of context for what she was actually talking about, and this became about on-screen performance. We're just going to say it now. He's not wrong. Big Swole sucks. Yeah. She's fucking terrible. We also, I mean, I Listen said Listen to it. We're so, she fucking sucks. In real time, I said she's a good get at the time because they have nobody, but yeah. she's not good. She's not good. She just has charisma. She's terrible. So he's not wrong. So this, so this snowballed into people like Leo Rush <laughs> jumping into this fray, defending his friend. friend, playing the race car, which, look, we are not saying that there's not racial issues in wrestling. There are big ones. Always. This has been a historically disenfranchised community, and this especially is, the black community and in wrestling. The, and the pro wrestling business has historically been... Super racist. Historically, they are not wrong. They are a hundred percent right. When she's talking about people in power not being of color, she's right. Yep. Yeah. But when this snowballed into you fired Big Swole to push no talents like Britt Baker, those morons have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, and they clearly just watched the old shit up north. Britt Baker may not be the greatest in ring performer. She's a better than Big Swole in the ring. She's miles ahead of Big and Swole. And B. Offers a lot more to the table than Big yeah. Swole ever does. Yeah. Big Swole is a really shitty version of Bianca Belair. Sorry. You're not wrong. Uh, not, the other company's not firing Bianca Belair because she's fucking good. Also, you know what? He forgot one, too, in the fact that Brandy Rhodes is an EVP. Up. Brandy Rhodes is a high exec. Yeah, a high-ranking exec. What the fuck exec. are you talking about? Now, this is in no way us saying, oh, they're right and there's not an issue. There is. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the issue that all of you keyboard warriors made on Twitter yep. was fucking ridiculous. It's not the issue. He didn't say one single racist thing. And let's not forget, he himself is brown. Yeah, he's a, a, a minority. Yeah, he's yeah. moron. Yeah. So I'm a little confused. But what wrestling has done, and I mean WWE in this, wrestling has conditioned you. WWE has to believe that hey we gave Big E the world title so we're not racist. Why don't you inspect that title reign and how well he was treated yep. uh, against any white guy who may have had that belt? Yep, I see a huge fucking difference, but yep. that's not the case either. That's neither here nor there. 
I'm just pointing out, you idiots on Twitter, you ha- wrestling Twitter, and I'm sure other parts of Twitter are the same way because people are genuinely oh, idiots. Uh, sports Twitter, yeah. NBA Twitter, Every, everything is this. Everything terrible. is this. I don't want to sound like a boomer because I hate boomers. Yeah, they suck. And but you, you can't just automatically turn everything into race. You know what I mean? You but, can't. But they did, and it, then that's and like that is why the, you know, that's why then after the tweet came out, it's like. You know, they started like, "Hey, watch the show tonight," because like everybody saw that tweet, and it, and it's just like, "Hey, watch the show tonight." And a lot of people swore off AEW forever because of the tweet. Bye. And it's like, okay, you're funny, you're fucking stupid, but okay. But then you've then, got your priorities it, in the wrong place. And then wrestlers started coming out, like, de- like defending. It's like well, I like Hobbs. You see Hobbs. Hobbs, Hobbs came out with like Hobbs is like. Wrote a big thing is like, look, the, uh, TK's done this for me. I've I've done this on TV. I've done this on TV. I've done this on TV. He hasn't overpushed me because I'm not ready for it yet. He's letting me improve at my own speed. That's not the issue. Yeah. And every other one who's commented has been like, "You guys are idiots." That's not the issue. And it's not his fault, but this is the when he is he's been such a breath of fresh air for the wrestling business Tony Khan we're talking mm-hmm. about yep uh, we talked about last week he needs to start being a little more cutthroat this yeah. is this is the other side of that <laughs> this, right? is, this is him being cutthroat this is when he sudden, finally cut somebody and not for like disciplinary reasons but he was like yeah you don't fit into what we're doing you can't cut it you don't we don't hate you if you get better i'm sure we'll bring you back but you're not here right now uh, Plus Drew, you this up. happened to Drew McIntyre yeah. 10 years ago. Plus, she, she missed a lot of time because of the disease she has. She has yeah. Crohn's disease, like, I yeah. mean, which is a serious issue, yeah. and it needs to be treated seriously. She got all the time off she could need for to, to handle it, to deal with it. He's but that lucky. also means you're not there working. You can't have it both ways all the time. It just He can't be this nice dude who, like, gives you time off to get better and it doesn't, like, fuck over and extend your contract to prove a point. He's just like, yeah, no, take what you need off. But then, like... You're not getting better. You're not breeding anything to the TV. He's not doing what Vince does. Oh, you need to leave for six months while I'm adding that to your contract. Yeah. Let's point it. Uh, I want to say this point. This is just me. I, I'm not speaking for anybody here at No Solo Entertainment. If anything comes out that you guys don't like, feel free to vehemently disagree with me. I disagree. When he started that company, he didn't exactly have the pick of the litter no. for not just on-screen talent, but executives and whatnot. Everybody worked for Vince. So the, uh, one of the major complaints since day one is, man, they hired a lot of white people. There's not a lot of diversity in the original signings. There wasn't a lot to go from. And also, there, it's wrestling business. There's just white people. Yeah. Like, what do you want him to There's hire from? There's still more white people than any other. I mean, and that that's, I think it's a shame. I think uh, there's been some all-black uh, companies. Yeah. Who have done fairly good indie-wise for mm-hmm. themselves, and I'm, that's awesome. And there's a lot of talent there to be shared. How much of it's being seen by people in charge part? I don't know the answer to that. But I think it's a good sign that those are thriving. Mm-hmm. So that's going to lead to more eyes, and that's like, going to lead to more opportunities. This, this terrible secret that nobody wants to talk about, when you have people like Michael Hayes <laughs> and Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson, who have decades of experience in the wrestling business and then become agents... You have to have minority wrestlers who have decades who then become agents. It takes time. Yeah. You can't, like, Booker T could be an agent. Devon Dudley. Like, there are people who, who are now of the that. age who have the experience who could then start doing this job. You would start to see that turnover. You have to get there. 
Also, and here's another th- uh, part that they don't like to talk about. You just bring in Leo Rush and make him an executive. You know, when, it, when it comes to uh, hiring minorities in any field, yeah. especially in athletics, I'm all for it. Like, I don't think I, I hate the good old buddy system mm-hmm. that just keeps any fresh face period out of it. But if you have two people up for the job, yep, and let's say one is white. And has like 35 years experience doing it. And one is a younger African-American guy. No experience to speak of. Aren't you going to pick the guy with the 35 years experience? I don't care the color of his skin. Generally speaking. I want the guy who knows what he's doing because I want my, career, I want my company to fucking work. Yeah. But yeah. Now, nowadays, that's racist. It's the uh, I agree. What the, what the, uh, what the Rooney rule in the NFL? Which yeah. I hate the rule. I know the the idea of the rule is that you give minority coaches a chance to interview, so every team has to interview good. for a job. Which is good. It's not, though, because they just get token interviews. They're never actually considered for the job. Okay. It's a bullshit fucking you know rule. I, you know what? If you're not, like, I'm, if you have no interest in hiring them, don't interview them because it actually wastes their time and sense. it is not sincere. It's not a sincere interview. That makes sense. I think I, it's a stupid fucking rule. I didn't rule. think of the token interview thing. It's just token interview. That's bullshit. They, 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 the, they got to get one in to say, hey, we've been They interviewed the strength conditioning assistant. Like, oh, yeah, you want to coach the team? Cool. Oh, thanks for coming in. That's, that's bullshit. That's okay, so that's sucks. bullshit. That's fucking happen. garbage. I just, you should, it should be people you actually want to see yeah. if they can do the job. Yeah. I hate issues of race because it just. I do. It also sucks, by the yeah. way. So we're three white dudes in this room talking about race. So yeah. it's, it's going to fall into deaf ears. We're going to get some shit for it. I get that. Like, we're. We're not the diverse group we need to be talking for, about race. For, for background, for background, just real quickly, we are three white guys. We're also th- three of the most open-minded people I've I know of when it comes to issues like race and sex and diversity and all that. I used to live in the South. I had black friends who we were in the car with when the Klan tried to run us off the road. See, I've had actual run-ins with the KKK. I haven't had, so, and I'm you know, a you know. privileged white guy. Yeah. I haven't had very many experiences sucks, with dude. race. I feel fucking terrible and for I that community. And I don't pretend to know the yeah. answers or even how one would go about feeling about things like that. I'm not going to be ignorant and insensitive and pretend I have those answers because I fucking don't have them. Like, but looking at this from my side, it's like oh, there's no race involved in what happened there. All, he, there, all he said was she, she sucked. Looked, she sucked. Could Which there, is his prerogative. It's yeah. his fucking company. It's the right prerogative because it's a true answer. She sucks. Now, could they have more executives of color? Of course. Um, so could Bank of America. I, yeah, I don't so know. So could Little Caesars. So I, could, but you know what I mean? I don't know how many they have. We figured there's at least two and then Brandy. I don't know if there's more than that because I don't know what the business structure is. Yeah, we like. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I care about the TV. I don't I'm not going to worry about, about their, that because, yeah. you know. Business, I don't care. Fuck. <laughs> I just hope they have the right people for the job is all I care about. So... So it's, uh, we had talked about them hitting some growing pains, and this is, this is some of that, right? This, this third year. This is some of that. This is everybody who yeah. has any gripe, yeah. it's going to be this year. Yeah. Because the bloom is off the rose. You're no longer new. And now there's like, okay, now I want to talk about what I don't like about it. Well, this is, you know, I got the, when we were in, uh, when we saw uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. uh, I got a text from good old JR about how he's, he's like, oh, a sunny kiss and, uh, Joey Janela feud that has not ended is still going on. And he's like, 
He were he does, he just texted me. He's like he doesn't like the idea. He doesn't like that the original signees are not getting pushed. That's a great. That's actually a great name. Sunny Kiss is not ready. No, that that was a great release. That no still one, there. Still there. Yeah, just not being used. No one says shit about you. Know what I mean? Not ready, and I don't know the character of the people running the company. Tony Khan seems like a sincere guy. They all more maybe, or less seem okay. Maybe misdirected at times, but sincere. He doesn't seem like his dad, who has made some questionable contributions to some questionable places. But Trump. But Urban Meyer. <laughs> but <laughs> seems okay. But was Sunny Kiss hired just to look good? Would be all inclusive. Sort of seems that way, because for talent level, it doesn't there. fit. No, like I did, I watched their uh, Janela and Kisses like no holds barred match. It wasn't good. It People wasn't like good. it's fantastic. I'm like I watched it. I'm like there was some sloppiness here. There some was, sloppy there. I had to unfollow this one woman on Twitter. I've always enjoyed her views. She's not in the business. She's outside of it, but she knows enough of the people, mm-hmm. but she just wouldn't stop about the over racism after what, uh, like, and I was like, like they, like they do a move in the, <laughs> they do a, a spot in the match where they set up a ladder and kiss does like a backflip off the ladder onto Janela, but they set the table up right next to the ladder. So kiss legitimately, over jumps. He's not ready. She's. I think. I think he goes by he. he it's either or. I, I believe, think, I've, I've seen either or. I don't or. want to disrespect. I, yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. Of they, course. They're not ready. They're, but they're not, not ready. Yeah. Um, will they be ready? Hopefully someday. And if they are, great. Sure. But if not, go. that's fine too. Great. Um, <laughs> you know. Going back to this lady, she just wouldn't stop. I had to unfollow her. I was like, yeah. I can't listen to this shit anymore. But also, she she would go on and on about how she had. Two of uh, what's her face, a big Swole's matches in a match of the year ending. I'm like, you have Stop. got to be fucking kidding me. So Melina Alicia Fox are huh? they on Rampage? Yeah, da- uh, the, no, they're on Dark. Dark, get out of here. Uh, the one she did that feud ender with Diamante like a month ago on Dark. Yeah, and everybody says, oh, that's one of the matches. Do you guys know that's the most heavily edited match in the history of AEW? I don't know. <laughs> that, I don't know the two people, but you've heard about eight uh, NXTs. Yeah, there's two, and it uh, they're on two hundred five live. Su- uh, it was the new uh, the Japanese wrestler, but they brought in, but who's supposed to be like a uh, the next Oscar, the next Saray. Saray. It was Saray versus someone who's doing on NXT. He's doing a talk show. She's an Lash she, legend. Yeah, she's a former athlete, like basketball player, and I guess according to the reports, the worst match maybe in history that they edited it so much that it's the best of. And it's still not good. I watched it. Yeah. Edited it. You can tell it. It is so bad, they couldn't even hide the edits. It looks like a fucking highlight reel. Jesus. And it's still the worst fucking match you've ever seen in your life. Jesus. I would have never let that reach air. I'd have been like, well, fuck, that ain't going on air. I'm cutting that. But they had to cut this big swole match with uh, 10 minutes out of it. Damn. And it was, plus, she had. He didn't try to say anything. He was going to be the big guy. But. We're, you know, now words come out. She had some tremendous issues in the locker room, the female locker room. I think Khan will learn to not weigh in. He he will learn to have his private conversations. He'll, he'll, if he if he does say something, it'll be like more, uh, like uh, 
it, for, more publicly for the like the business. Yeah, he won't say trope. I didn't think she was good enough to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's gonna say he she sucked. I think he, he probably got pulled aside. He's like, yeah, you can't say that's that. a bad look. Can't yeah. like it may be true, but just, there's just stuff you can't say PR wise. You just have to like. Find it, that, find it doesn't br- matter what Tony Khan said. He was going to take an L. Yeah. Just take the L silently and move on. Which he just has. Take which he yeah. has. Take the, he uh, will learn. Find the Kevin Durant, uh, Durant burner uh, Twitter <laughs> accounts and just do it from that. I know there's people in the locker room that are very unhappy with their TV time. Everybody. As, as everybody. they should be. As they should be. Because they have a lot of people. But And I want to tie these two points together. The not happy for your TV time and Ricky's yeah. assumption that you should push the guys you originally signed. They didn't sign those guys to be the cornerstone of the company. They signed them because they needed a roster. Yep. They needed people. He knew people would come up that he could better use. That's what happens when you start up. Do you expect the fucking 1962 New York Mets to keep that same starting nine for eight years? Right. Do you expect? That's I why mean, when no. he's mentioning you get a rule five draft, you get scrubs and nobody else yeah. wants, and then you build on that. No, <laughs> I'm not calling everybody they signed scrubs because they weren't. There are some. No. But... That was the best of what was available. You have to start. They're the start. Yeah. Yep. They're not. Nowhere did anybody say that Joey Janela and and and, and Sunny Kiss were going to be cornerstones of AEW. And they have dark and dark elevation to give those kind of people TV time. And if you get good, you're like you get chances. Dwayne Martin, Dante, Dante, Dante Martin, and you get elevated. Well, you know, that, Big Swole's not getting elevated because he's not good. I was going to be a Twitter troll and be like, yeah, but he's colored, so we can't talk about that. There it is. Yeah, we have yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. So, you know, that's why well, those, that's why that those episodes. He doesn't get chances when it suits him. And right. Yeah. So this was the leak uh, what is leading into this upcoming new week as TBS. Hold, hold on, hold oh, on. Okay. And then... Well, Leo Rush did some creative backpedal in there on that tweet, oh, didn't he? Oh, yes, he did. I thought for sure he was going to retire again. <laughs> I thought so, too. <laughs> I was like, this is a, he's that motherfucker right. can paddle upstream, let me tell you. That's he's a strong al- bitch. He's already rivaling Terry Funk for in career I thought, he was re- I thought he was going to retire and just quit, but then he just responded that he talked to TK. I, I thought his, his, his note, his letter, I thought was well said. It was. And well-reasoned. Wrong, but it's sure. And... Uh, he, you know, is someone who has no problem taking up for the issues that bother him. And that's good. And that's fine. You, you need people be. like that. You need people who are outspoken. But like Tony Khan, when you're outspoken and wrong, you get the L, dog. Yeah, that's the way it is. But, like, I mean, I hate talking about race, like I said. But yeah. this, this was a huge story it's this week. It's a big fucking story. And it had yeah. to be talked about. And I hope we did a fair job. Um... Also, Big Swole sucks. So, yeah. you know. She was a <laughs> sucks. Let's hope that <laughs> next time there's a race issue, one, I would hope there's not, but there not. will but be. But there will be. Hopefully, it's actually about race and not just the fact that someone's feelings got hurt. And I'm sure it'll be from WWE. <laughs> oh, no. All of a sudden this week, they are the most progressive company in the world. Do you see how many African Americans they have under contract? There it is. Yep. How they use, how they how they use those uh, African Americans, Corey? They're very well. Yeah, there, there it is. It is. Uh, we all remember how Kofi's. many are uh, hit in the head with coconuts and chopped. But, and... <laughs> but you know what the problem is? There are people online who honestly believe Kofi Kingston had a fantastic title reign. That better they, than Big Well, that they knocked it out of the park, <laughs> Which we didn't talk about. and that it had great that it had great storylines and feuds. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Did I watch something completely fucking different from everybody on the face of the earth? So we did talk about this when we were talking about Big E. The worst title reign in the history of that company, would you say? Big E at this point. Yeah. It's, yeah. Biggie's. it's worse yeah. than Genders, worse than Kofi's, worse than Miz's, worse than, worse Diesel. than Diesel. Which was, was always the watermark. That's, and that's, in, that's impressive, honestly. <laughs> you tried. Good, good job. Uh, <laughs> you did your best. Uh, their their track record of <laughs> positively booking African American talent is uh-huh. non-existent, wanting to say the least. New Day only happened because it got so popular. Do you think he wanted to go with them as hard and as he did? New Day only happened like that because um, it was racist as fuck. Yeah, it that was first originally Nation of Date and Domination 2.0. It was going to be yeah. Nope. So they switched, rightly so. They were they jumping and jiving that first week. They switched course. But if they hadn't gotten as over as they got with the merch and all that, yeah. they wouldn't have pushed them as hard. No. They never have and never will. They should. But I can't believe that even has to be said. Yep. But they should. When you have people like Lashley and Big E, we like went, what are you doing? That should be your main event. We went what 20 minutes limiting how they fucked up Big E to start this podcast. Yep. And about how he should have been so much more than he mm-hmm. was. And it was right there for them. Yep. And they... They actively chose not to. It's not that they missed it. They chose not to. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Yeah. Lashley's was a fantastic title reign. Mm-hmm. Actually, they did it right. It went longer than we thought it did. And the only problem with Lashley's title reign is that it was the exact same title reign as Roman was having on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Didn't help him. No. He just got buried because... Second fiddle. How can you be so lazy as to book the exact same main event world title storyline uh, on both fucking Because you have the same shows? writers. Same guys, oh and also you have God. writers. Yeah, that's true too. So, so if we offended anybody, sorry, sorry. wasn't my intention. I don't think we did. Tried to have it as level as I could. It was. So moving on to Wednesday night, we're going to TBS for Dynamite starting this year. Speaking of, uh, and uh, <laughs> the goat, we have also on Saturday Battle of the Belts. So far, one match signed. I Two. thought it was Wednesday. Fuck. Two. I was so Two? off. Two. But Wednesday night's card Was it initially Wednesday? No. No. It was always it was Saturday. Not, it was going to be a Saturday. I fucking missed Wednesday's okay. Dynamite. So, so uh, this I Saturday, this upcoming weird. Saturday. Uh, this is the version of Clash of the Champions. It is. Or Saturday Night's Main Event. So for, uh, battle, so for, gotcha. for battle of the Belts, there's two titles already announced. Britt Baker's defending her AEW Women's Championship Woo-hoo. against... Woo-hoo. And then Cody Rhodes, which we jinxed ourselves going into the year... Is defending his AEW TNT title against Sammy Guevara. Of course he is. So, and we'll be fair here. That Brit Rio match is going to suck. It's yep. going to be a real bad match. Sammy, I hope, loses because uh, he's winning enough in life right now. Because Rio was not good, and Brit yes, uh, can't <laughs> carry Rio to a good match. That's, that's going to be a real bad match. And I love Brit. That's that's a terrible match. My, my boy Sammy is winning in life as it is. He yes, doesn't he need is. the belt. He got he got Tay Conti. He he uh, <laughs> he uh, broke up with his fiance. And then all of a sudden, uh, the uh, reports... The, the, well, not all of a sudden. There's a reason they broke up. The, the, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, Twitter warriors... Were, so, you guys have been hanging so, out so a we, lot. Yeah, we noticed in pictures you guys are always hanging out. And don't read into it. Don't read into it. I say, uh, it's not me or my wife. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Do what the fuck you want to do. I don't so, care. And then come New Year's Eve, they're all over each other and official. And it's like, yeah. well, that's, yeah. son of a bitch. I don't blame them. So, on... You don't need that damn belt. On Dynamite, we <laughs> have... The sandblast that smile off his face. <laughs> he's not good. He's not good that belt. Uh, on Dynamite, yeah, the uh, the mixed race baby. Uh, <laughs> better than uh, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Uh, on Dynamite this upcoming week, MJF is in action. We don't know who, what, but he's in action. 
I did see something funny on uh, Cody Rhodes' Wikipedia page after that controversy. Did they fix it? Well, at first it was like Cody Rhodes who fixed racism (laughs) in this past week. On his Wikipedia page? Yeah, yeah, so they wrote it. And a person added, this week his boss, Tony Khan, uh, created racism again to give Cody something to do. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God damn. (laughs) Um, Also on Dynamite, we have Malachi Black versus Brian Pillman Jr., it's been an easy win for Malachi. Nope. Uh, Ruby Soho versus Jade Cargill. For the TBS or the Hose channel. Yep. If you look at the way the TBS is written yep. on the belt, yeah. it looks like Hose. Yeah. So the, for the, the TBS. The T touches the O just right. <laughs> or the T touches the B just right. It looks like it's the Hose oh. title. God and then damn it. Uh, Penta and Ray Phoenix are defending their tag titles against Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. It's a loaded dynamite. They but, really want to get a good rating. But the first match of the night or the main event, depending Jesus, on which. that says Hose. Which, <laughs> God damn it, dude. Which, <laughs> which depends on this is going to be Hangman Page defending his title against Dan, uh, Dan, uh, Brian Danielson. And if they go 60 minutes. <laughs> They have. They judges. will have judges. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm, I don't like no, no, that. No, 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 no. Let me explain this. It's not going to come down to. The it's judges. not going to. It's judges. not. No, just let me explain this. It's a big deal going to TBS. They are borrowing heavily from the first ever Clash of the Champions, where Ric Flair wrestled Stain to a 45 minute draw and had three judges at ringside. To oh, uh, con. if it was a if it was a draw. Who are those judges? I don't, know if they've, I don't know if uh, they haven't announced no, them yet. The judges. Oh, judges, yeah, Jason Hervey from the Wonder Years, uh, George Scott, who was the uh, Booker and promoter, Jesus. and the I can't remember her name, but I kid you not, the 1987 Penthouse Pet of the Year. Hey now, Wendy Turnbuckle, sure, right. Patty Stonegrinder, Patty Stonegrinder uh, was there, and uh, that's the one that of course made Sting. Yep. that match. Yep. So going to TBS, they went to the draw. Uh, it was Danielson's idea. To get the uh, judges because he outclassed him, Paige, as he said it, in the entire match. The, the only thing that saved you was that it ran out of time. Let's see. Maybe Bret Hart, maybe? That'd be awesome if it was. I don't know. I don't know if they've announced him or if they're going to. Um, I hope they do. But it won't go that. It, there'll be a winner, I'm sure. Um, so who do we think? I. I think they're in a corner. A I think you still have to go Paige. I do too. And then I like, think, uh, what do you? That kind of fucks Danielson, right? Danielson is the best guy on the roster. He's killed it since he got there. He should be champion. However, <sighs> you can't take it off Paige yet. You're gonna kill Paige if you if he loses it here. You're gonna absolutely kill him. But then he defends it on Saturday. Not all titles are defended on Saturday. Oh, okay. In fact, it's only an hour show. That's true. TNT gave him an hour for their Clash of the Champions. So you know. Oh, wait, so the, the dance match is uh, tomorrow? Or yeah, it's on yeah. yeah, Dynamite. So, and it's going to be the first match on the show. I, you think, for you think. sure. But they loaded Dynamite because they need it to be a good rating. One, because first, it's it's on a different channel. It's and, the first one on TV. And TBS. even though they hounded everybody on TV about switching your DVRs and all it's that, gonna be tough. how many people are going to forget? And, oh, I DVR mine. I DVR every week. See, you could so. lose. See, I, people could lose and just track forget. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a terrible rating because half the guys didn't bother. And then you're like, three weeks ago, I've recorded. Yeah, yeah. I've watched the three weeks. It's so fine. there's a lot of concern. They really want a four for this, a four point. with the, But more importantly, or not a four point. I'm talking about this. I was like, Jesus about, Christ. Oh, that's, um, that's the. Uh, what they, are you, 2000s and fucking raw? They want a point four in the demo. They okay. want one million in the ratings. That's what they're 
they desperately want this one to do it. Then Man. they can go back to normal the next <laughs> week. You know what? You know what they really should have done then? What? Is have Paige Danielson open and have Punk MJF close. And have something. It doesn't matter what's in the middle. Have those two close. Have, that's, open. that's how you open and close the show. You get the rating then. You, you would have. Because Punk is noticeably doing nothing for any of these shows. <laughs> it's interesting. But I don't know. I think, I think if you take it off Paige, unless they have a creative way to do it, you've killed him already. Um, you made him with the draw. Don't kill him with this one. You know what I mean? You would draw a second time? I wouldn't. Because no, they they. Because then you have a third match of Revolution. Well, they they talked themselves out of the draw by having the judges. So uh, theoretically, if it goes through a draw, there's still going to be a winner. I mean, you can have draws on boxing with three judges. I know, but you can still have a draw. I get the feeling if they if they try to get that cute, then you will see some backlash. That come on, motherfucker! How many times are you going to do this? You know, I don't know what you do, man. I don't it's know what you do definitely, here. Uh, it's definitely a uh, interesting. Question. Is there a right answer, or are there just two wrong answers? Depends on what side you fence to sit on. If you're an old school traditionalist, like let's say Jim Cornette, where where you think of the bottom line because you, you've done promoting, you've yeah. done this, then you give it to Danielson because you want to go with what's going to get you the most money right now and the most attention. That's just your nature. If you're going with I'm trying to plan for the future and build, then you're tended to stay with Paige because you could build him into something that's going to be there when Danielson and Punk are not. Well, the only way I think is if you have Danielson beat him. Maybe even back. a fluky way, you because he gets a rematch clause. You have the rematch of Revolution, and he beats Danielson. It's possible because then Danielson gets his title run. It helps Paige when he beats him. Danielson can take a loss; it's not going to matter. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't it's know. True. It's, you can go either way. It's, 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 yeah. What do you think, Joe? What do you think happens? I, when was the last time we broke down a WWE title match like this? I don't know. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, when, I believe when it Diesel was. be back on eight yeah. seconds. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like. <laughs> Damn. It's one of those things again. Of we we did this the last time they they wrestled. It's like, which by the way, I've watched it twice since then. Yeah, yeah. I give it the full five. It went up. Yeah, I give it the full five. I watched it. Tr- yeah, so I've watched it three times. Gotta now. stay away from Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> I stay from Rick. I've watched it three times now. So that's three hours straight. Not straight, but I mean yeah. I've watched it three hours. Yeah, it's just as good every time. And I was like, you know, I can't find fault. Uh, they booked it perfectly. Yeah. Danielson was in charge for the majority of it. Proved he was superior because everybody knows he is. I think Danielson wins it. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, st- I'm going with it. Joe finally going on a limb. Going on a limb. All right. I think I, Paige keeps it. I think Paige keeps it, but we'll see because um, yeah. it's going to be. I just I don't I don't have a basis for that. Well, I, just, I, I do. I, I, I will. Th- yeah. Not then. Not even that he necessarily beats Danielson. I just think he keeps the title. It's going to be interesting. I can't wait. It's it's the downside to having somebody so good, so over. You're like, what do you, like. I've noticed AEW. You fucked yourself a little bit. There's nothing, like, yeah. Keep this in mind. AEW loves to book happy surprises. Yeah. People in their hometown debuting. January. Well, this one is in uh, North Carolina. It is in. North Carolina. Let's see, they were just in Greensboro. Is this Raleigh? Because the, the, the special... Are they taping the special? I think it's live. Or is it live? It's, it's live. live. It's live. That's in Charlotte at Bojangles Arena. <laughs> One of those <laughs> arena days, Corey yeah. loves. Yeah. Bojangles, Bojangles Arena. But January 26th, they're in Cleveland, Ohio. Hometown of one Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. 
who is heavily rumored to be leaning that direction. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised if he debuts it. Because I was thinking, are they going to have a debut on on this week to, to get the people in more? Like, who, surprise. Who would it be? The Briscoes, finally? Well, last week we had <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And then he, did, he wrestled with uh, Adam Cole. Oh, and uh, I almost shot a load when I saw the Red Dragon graphic on that Titan Tron. I was like, ah! I was so happy. Jesus. But we're exciting week. Yeah, it's going to be a big week. Um, speaking of big week, day one was Saturday. There were two big GCW shows. Starting tonight is the first of the three Wrestle Kingdoms. I was going to ask you, you are know? we still doing the show? Yeah. 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 Fans? So tonight, yeah. Yep. Tonight, tomorrow, and then the 8th. Oh, and boy. then, of course, there's the Wednesday debut on TBS and the Battle of the Belts on Saturday. So from the 1st through the 8th, there's a lot of big-time wrestling shit happening. Yeah. Yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We have a tre- tremendous jam-packed card already. We haven't even seen the whole card. No. Nope. Just what's been released has been on fire as POW Pro Wrestling, our, our local yep. wrestling. And it so, feels so good in Eugene, Oregon, to say a local our, wrestling our local company wrestling again. POW Pro Wrestling is coming back from beyond. There it is. And it's going to be a tremendous night at MacArthur Court. Historic MacArthur Court, January twenty second at um, eight or eight thirty. I can't remember. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Something like that. But I'm uh, so excited. Seven thirty. Uh, I've 7:30. never been there. I'm so excited. Oh, it's. I'm looking. COVID. Forward to this. Don't be bullshit. Knock that shit off. Knock I'm looking off. forward to Knock it. Knock it off, COVID. I'm oh. looking forward to Malcolm Flex against my, uh, your boy Hammer. That's a match uh, brought to you by No Entertainment, by the way. I'm looking forward to the Rumble to regret. There are some <laughs> names in that rumble too, by Dude, the way. My kid marked out like a mother when he saw the Calvin Tankman. I marked out. I marked out. I was like, Calvin Tankman. Holy dude, I am all in on Calvin yep. Tankman. Cody Chun. Yep, Cody Chun looking in great shape. Yep, 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 yep. Of course, my boys, the Blanchard brothers in a fatal four-way team must disband match. Ooh. I hope it's not the Blanchards. It won't be. Come on. They're my come boys. On, come on, come on. Bubba and Jeremy are going to be just fine. That's right. Uh, we have uh, the six-man tag of Titus Alexander and uh, Cody and uh, Guillermo Rosas C4 versus Midnight Heat and Ethan HD. Oh, That's going to be fun. Oh, that, that is a match Zuss. I'm looking forward to. Long, I have Damn, been, dude. That's I a have crazy been match. Yep. Low-key. I've been an all-caps Ethan HD fan. There it is. From watching WCWC. Uh, on YouTube every week back in like 2015. Dude, so that's a crazy match. And, and four minutes, four of, minutes heat of heat is just great tag team. And uh, some, some told us about some some yeah, news from them, some new right? Japan of America bookings for four minutes of heat. Congrats! Which yeah. can only you know, they're going to kill it, so it'll only lead to better things. Um, and they yeah. deserve it. Tremendous team. Um, now there's more. There's Rebel Kel. She's going to be in action. Um, I forget the name of the opponent at the moment. Maybe you have the side up or I'm specifically right for Devin. Yeah. That's why she's here. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure Devin would be into the, uh, the opponent. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm on their website. Uh, keep talking. Uh, I'm looking forward to it all. The Rumble to regret. We get to see a 30-man Rumble, guys. I'm so excited. Uh, to crown a champ. As someone who's never seen... I've seen... Abigail Warren? Yeah. With his conservator, Mr. Ulala. 
I think I've seen one battle royal in person in my life. I think it's gonna be fun. I am so excited to see one. Of, uh, I watched, I love these kind of matches. Like I mean, the, the Royal Rumble is my favorite match every year. Wh- I, I watched. Love it. I watched the videos setting up the YouTube Championship match <laughs> between Verified Steve Miggs and uh, Gentleman Jervis. Is it crazy, you guys? That we saw Steve Miggs announced for Defy. Yep. Yep. And now he's straight up wrestling. wrestling. This is crazy, dude. So um, good. A person I know, the producer, uh, marked out hard, uh, Juicy. Oh, Juicy Fanel. Fanel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be there. So that's cool. He is tagging with uh, Jacob Fatu on the Indies. Yep. So <laughs> I, awesome. I mean, as of last report, guys, there's like three tickets left. Yeah. So yeah, for the VIP one or the uh, yeah. second row, you know, get them, get them. If you want to get close, you better hurry the hell up, dude. Because I'll tell you what, it, it's a fun evening. Yeah. Of of wrestling action, uh, I've seen all four previous Pal Pro Wrestling events. We, yep. They're just fun. They're they're well done. Uh, it's everything you could want at an indie wrestling show. Thought is taken to make it as. As fun as you can. Yeah. Uh, the the I like the uniqueness of talent used. I mean, of course, they're most Northwest based, and they yeah. should be. We have a tremendous. There's such a tremendous untapped talent pool in the Northwest right now, from Vancouver all the way down through California, that it's it's ridiculous, honestly. So there's so many great talents to to pick from to bring in. Then of course you get your talent, your Calvin Tankmans and your boy Hammer. Who I got news for you? It's a good thing that. Friends are friends because your boy Hammer, quite frankly, almost too big to be doing these indies anymore. Yeah, like he's an MLW World Champion. He's yep. an, he's an AAW Tag Team Champion. He's a that's big a, deal, man. That's a pretty big indie itself. He's a big um, deal, but he's a good guy, and he's got you know, he's loyal to his friends, loyal to the people that helped get him to where he is. And Shaft didn't kill him. So and Shaft know. didn't kill him. You know. That. Unless Shaft shows up, but yeah, I think Shaft is also an AEW and he is not a champion. I just want to point that out. <laughs> so there's that. So I'll take the. Remember, Corey the, said that. I will take the W. I was right all along. Devin and I definitely didn't say Shaft was going to kill you and then turn in fear from Hammerstone. We turned around. That no, definitely didn't happen. That did not happen at all. That's definitely not on video. But it's going to be a real fun night. It will be. It's going to be <laughs> tremendous action. I'm sure there's going to be a couple maybe surprises, surprises in the Rumble. And then, um, and then, gentlemen, somehow... When, Corey, when you make the run-in, right? This is it, right? I'm just saying. Sh- we have to, we have to end... So we end that night on a high, I'm sure. Yeah. And somehow, the next night, the weekend continues. GCW. At the Hammerstein Ballroom the next night. Let me just say that I'm trying like hell to get the man in black <laughs> to Eugene on the 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't you know he great. <laughs> you might need to get No Cells Attorney on that. I'm just... I'm you trying. might need to make a call. I'm trying so hard. We, have, we haven't had to use them since the Sherry's thing, which we'll talk about. Sherry's incident. We'll talk about Sherry's. I have had to get granular in my descriptions to him about how <laughs> great this show could be, 100%. I've been, um... <laughs> every time. Every time we talk about this man, he shows up on screen. We said his name three times, I guess, right? <laughs> We're going to immortalize him a little later. Yeah, I so, I mean, like... <laughs> Spoilers, bro. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> So yeah, it's gonna GCW be at Hammerstein. And that's going to be fucking fantastic. Right now, well. it's just Blake Christensen versus uh, Corey's boy, Jonathan Gresham, for the ROH, the original ROH title. Doing what we said they should do about a month ago. They need to start having a wrestling match. Yeah. Start bringing in that wrestling crowd. 
This is a good way to do that. Um, Jonathan Gresham can go. We think, we, think, we think Effie versus the man in black, Jeff Jarrett. Himself. I hope so. I hope so, oh, so badly. Oh, oh, oh. I want to see oh. Hammerstein burn down so bad. he's going to give them nothing they want, and it's going to be fantastic. No, that's it so far for the... And GCW isn't afraid to use music that maybe they don't have clearance for. Oh, without question. No, 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 no. I, because I, I know American, what song uh, no no I, I know what song will burn the place down. It needs to be the TNA theme. It's my world, my <laughs> world. Be his theme music. Yeah, if they hear yeah. that in GCW, oh. it's my world, my, oh my world. What if it's just him and Matt Cardona as a tag team against <laughs> Effie and whoever else, and just I mean the nuclear heat that will be in that building. It's wow. it, it's the, it's the idea that the, you want to spend my day. that's what it's they want. Yeah. Yeah, they want they're gonna get. But gotta give them. Yeah, what, what if they give them a cowboy? That'd be awesome. I'd, I'd mark out like a motherfucker. Bow, bow, <laughs> bow. Let's play the real song. He's wearing the listen up slap nut shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my personal. That's my personal goal. That but a, that's a fucking weekend, gentlemen. It is. That's that a loaded is, weekend. Jesus, man. That's a loaded weekend. It's gonna be a wait. lot of fun. Can't wait. Holy hell! So that should be fun. Pow Pro Wrestling. Buy tickets, tickets, guys. Now. Get your tickets. Get there. Get there. It's worth everything. It's worth the price. Can't wait to go to it's uh, worth the gas. To go to the old uh, Mac Court and be like, I like. like it's tiny in a way, so like I have to bend here and there. <laughs> so I, can't I wait haven't to been in Mac Court. Oh, five. Since I got that beat. Since 1992. Well, that's the last time I was there to see a preseason Blazers Cavs game. One of the last times I went, we went to this is when the women. Nobody important played. Don't worry about it. Um, (laughs) Craig Elo. I was like, who's the guy Jordan had shot at? Craig Elo. Uh, One of the last times (laughs) I went, it was a, uh, you know, bring three cans. And get in free for the women's basketball game. <laughs> and they, uh, yeah. My kids were there not too long. Oh, no, that was the new one. Yeah, no, it's been it's been that long for me. So, jeez, that'll be 30 years this week here. Damn. <laughs> for since over I, 50 since I've years. Over court. 50 years. Corey's not been to MacArthur Court. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It should be fun. But you know what's also fun? The no sale rewards. It's that time of year. It's that time of the year. Dun, 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 dun. Do you guys want me to rap like Mabel? I mean, I'm just, not going to do it. So do okay, it. I'll just play the theme music. We're going to do the the bummer part first. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, important, yeah. That, that, that's important at the end. That's that's different. Yeah. Did you tell her? No. Good. So good. before we do get to the awards, which will be fun, good times, good times by all, we want to remember those we lost. Yes. So I will go through the list. Uh, as far as I can tell, this is the most complete list of, of those who had uh, either a tangential or a, I mean, a very hardcore connection to the wrestling business. The database here will give us some thoughts. Joe, please fill in if you need to. Yeah. We're just going to go in chronological order here for the year. So right. uh, Paul Varellans. Oh, Paul Varellans. He was a... Um MMA fighter who came into ECW in the mid-90s to challenge Taz. Okay. And um, It's like a shoot fighter kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. They tried to have it as a shoot, but he wouldn't go along. It was convoluted. He was born 69. He was young. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's who that was. Uh, and that's all he did in the wrestling business. And this one I, I didn't know, so I, I made some history on this. Dustin Diamond. Oh, yeah. Oh, Screech. Yeah. Screech. He had, 
He was connection? part of Hulk Hogan's celebrity wrestling show. Oh, but he had also... I forgot about that. He was yeah. also a big fan who had done like certain indies. Okay. Yeah, he'd, he'd worked did he, indies. Did he do like... Well, I think he was just showing the crowd like an TNA... Yeah, he would be in the like, crowd. Yeah, yeah. I or think backstage that, segment. I think something. once they tried to set up a match with him in TNA, but it never happened. I forgot about yeah. the celebrity wrestling thing. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about Brother. that. That's craziness. Uh, and then he's over in Florida, guys. It's Butchery. Butchery. That's, that's a hoss right there. Yeah, um, he was a huge star in Houston and Houston and Mid-South in the early 80s. Um, easily could have... Uh, been an NWA world champion was that good? But he had a couple of things going against him. One, a drug problem. Nope. Two, he was African American, and in nope. the 1980s, nope. territory system that was going to count against you in certain places, mm-hmm. South. Um, but that's where his biggest claim to fame was: Mid South with Bill Watts of all people. He was a huge star. Who would have thunk? Um, went to the WWF as the natural Butch Reed with the gimmick that he I had. Remember that that he had dyed white hair. Vince thought it was hilarious that he would be called the natural and have dyed hair. That was the gimmick. I hate Vince McMahon. He lasted there about a year and a half. What, year, what is this? That's late 86 through uh, WrestleMania 4 was his last uh, appearance, losing to Macho Man Savage in the first round of the title tournament. I mean, pretty cool. Um, he did get a run with Hogan September 87-ish around certain areas. So, I mean, he got the title run. Uh, you have to challenge. Then, of course, went back to the NWA, and by 1990, had formed Doom there it is. with Ron Simmons. That's a... Don't, don't cross that team That was alley. a badass Jesus team. Jesus, yeah. Managed by Teddy Long. NWA, holla, holla, holla. NWA World Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. After that, he kind of faded out, retired, and went back to uh, bull riding, which was his thing. Jesus. Yeah. And then but died this year. The so. last couple of years, of course, got so much enjoyment out of the Shivani podcast, where they just... Made up shit that he did. Yeah, created you know, Netflix. You know. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of joy out of that. And he, before he died, he uh, messaged Powerhouse Hobbs Ooh. to say he was very impressed with him and considered him the next Butch Reed. That's awesome. It's high praise. Yeah, it is. high praise. <laughs> no word on if he considered him to be the next natural. This one, uh, Leon Spinks, guest ref. Just okay. I was spots. like, yeah, guest ref spots. What? <laughs> After his heyday, uh, he needed some money. Yeah, Dean Ho, uh, surprise Hawaiian wrestler. Um, never. I mean, he did well in the in the California territories in the sixties and seventies. I don't think he ventured too many. Like I mean, with he, like uh, like San Francisco, area, like the, the yeah, Rock, San Francisco, uh, and then family that yeah, that yeah. Area. and then L.A. with Roy Shire, and he did other places. I think he did WWE. In fact, if I remember correctly. I think he's actually a WWF tag team champion in the early 70s. Hmm. That With Haystacks Calhoun. That's crazy, dude. Just not a random ass name. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. Uh, Art uh, Michalik? Michalik? <coughs> M I C H A L I K. The name's familiar, but I'm struggling. Art Michalik. Fuck. Oh, he's a pro football player that he became a wrestler. I think that's why. Yeah, I think. He- yeah, yeah. I, think, I just think he was a... He didn't go to any great success, but he was one of the many. In, this, in the 60s and early 70s, a ton of NFL players quit playing football and went to wrestling because they made more money. Yep. Wahoo. Uh, big, big dude. Uh, Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd. Uh, Johnny DeFazio. Yeah, just a, just a, a worker. Uh, and Casey. 
and Casey. Uh, born in 38, so that's to be an old-timey. I'm guessing she was just a female wrestler I'm not super familiar with. Jim Crockett Jr. The man who, the only man in the 80s who took it to Vince and created a short-run empire before he, you know, business decisions took it down. But whether you like him or not, he was the only guy that challenged Vince with Dusty as the booker and Flair as the workhorse. JCP. JCP. Jim Crockett promotion. your favorite promotion of all time? It is. I will take Jim Crockett over anything. Yeah. Uh, just you and Tony Khan. <laughs> right. <laughs> too, too much listening to Dusty in terms of visions. Yeah. And bad business deals. Uh, he probably would have survived longer if he hadn't have purchased dying territories. Just let him go out of business and take the best of what they had. But in his defense, he was buying the TV stations. He's buying syndication. So yep. yeah. Uh, Buddy Colt. <laughs> you laughed Uh-oh. That sounds like a story Buddy Colt was a character uh, He was a wrestler in the in Florida And then in the south primarily Broke his back in the car uh, in, the, in the plane accident I'm trying to remember Was his the Austin Idol plane crash Or was it the Ric Flair plane crash Oh One of the, And they happened within like a year of each other Either way, by the end of the 70s, his career was over because of that. And mm-hmm. He still worked with Eddie Graham in Florida. Um, influential player, name in that area. wrestled 40 more years. That's Nuts. insane, dude. Nuts. Hey, Jesus. Uh, Barry Orton? That is the uncle of Randy Orton, brother of uh, Cowboy oh, Bob. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, that was a big name, I'm assuming. <laughs> he, uh, his biggest claim to fame was job duty in the late 80s on like superstars and whatnot. He was a talented guy, but just didn't have it like his brother did. Um, however, he went to Calgary and along with Bruce Hart created a truly terrifying Zodiac gimmick that oh God. Uh, would have fit perfectly at home in the mid-90s in either company in terms of what they were doing then. <laughs> but in 1987, was way ahead of its fucking time in Calgary. <laughs> who, was the main, who was the main guy? Bruce or? Um, Barry came up with it. Good. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's Randy's uncle. Uh, Jack Venino, still an old worker. Uh, he okay, yeah. So uh, from what country? I get so much enjoyment out of this show. This, yeah. is, this is insane, dude. Is it? He was from Cuba or God Almighty? One of those South American companies. I don't know anything like this. Where Ric Flair went down to defend the title against him, and the local crowd was so vehemently for Venino yeah. that uh, in the middle of the match, Flair called for the upset and pinned himself to give you know the NW world title and then bluff the country smart man just had another belt smart to this man. day they still consider it you know an NWA champion in that country there it is yeah no flair was like i'm about to die yeah, i'm not worth dying over <laughs> yeah. congratulations Jeez. you're now the champ fantastic uh john de silva so, uh, uh just a worker i, I don't want to yeah. you know not much and then the next guy gentlemen yeah new jack I mean, what can you say about New Jack? That this one hit us in this it room. Did. It, it did. And we didn't think it would, but... God, it hit hard, man. He was a, he was a huge part of, of fandom last 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Especially with that dark side coming out last year. He, Jesus, man. He was a true outlaw. Yeah, he, he was. He would have fit in well in one way in the 60s and 70s, but in another way. Uh, yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Um, Keep doing the good work. 
Yeah. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work, man. I love oh, I love New Jack, and I'm going to buy his biography this year and read it. I can't wait. Oh, is it coming out? You no, know, he already it's already been out. It was out before he died. I just oh, okay. Yeah, like it was released like six months to a year before he died. Yeah, that one hit, man. It That's did. uh Natural Born Killers. Damn. Since it came out the nutsack. Uh, Still in my head, man. No. Don Kernodal. Aha, uh-huh, Don Kernodal. Uh very good tag team worker in the uh, in JCP in the early '80s, with Sergeant Slaughter, him and Sergeant Slaughter against Ricky Steamboat and and Jay Youngblood, uh, served as the uh, emphasis for Starcade, the final the final uh, the final match between those guys in March at the Greensboro Coliseum uh, was such high demand that there was a two hour uh, backup. On the highway to get to Greensboro Coliseum. Jesus that, Christ. in fact, had Sergeant Slaughter stuck in the middle of it. So there's that. To go watch, you know, so he's stuck in the throng of people that are going to watch him. Um, I mean, there's that. And he ended up uh, in the death for a while, but they only used him as a jobber. He was a very good hand. Uh, Paul Christie? Enhancement talent for the most part. Tony Marino? Big in Buffalo. But mostly, yeah. uh, Passion Cristal. Hmm, that one I'm struggling with. Yeah, I, yeah. Melissa Coates. I know who that is. Oh, what was her gimmick name? Looking, she was extreme dodgeball. I know that name. I mean the. The producer saw on Fight TV at the coming of age of sports. Super Ex- genie, extreme, uh, extreme pillow fights. <laughs> what? Fight TV is going to ha- have extreme. I've seen pillow. that. Yeah, she was uh, Sabu's. Oh second yeah, uh, uh, I knew that name was friend. I remember her passing away earlier this year, thinking, "Damn, she was like 50. Then the this guy. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, the Patriots, Del Wilkes. Yeah, he passed away. He also died. No, no, that. He's Del Wilkes. Oh, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Craziness. I mean, you sixty. Know. I think it was only sixty. Uh, I was born in sixty-one. Yeah. So yeah, sixty. Well, that's young, really. Yeah. I mean, uh, last AWA tag team champions were the Trooper, which was Del Wilkes. Yep. And his partner, so claim to fame. Uh, Chris Youngblood. I just uh, talked about Jay Youngblood. That's his little brother, Chris. Who, yeah, I never got to the level that the dad. Or older brother did, but a good worker. This next one's going to hit uh, Corey. Paul Orndorff. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic worker. Um, drew money literally everywhere he went. Yep. As a main event guy. Mid-South, he was huge. In Georgia, in Florida, in WWF. He's still, to this day, the, the biggest money-drawing opponent for Hogan on house show circuits is Orndorff. Um, so much money. Great trainer. Of of talent in the late nineties, um, to me the Watch biggest some of that talent. Yeah, let's talk about Monday Night War stories. You can uh, the biggest oversight to me in the in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame is the fact that Paul Orndorff isn't in. He's not in it. Nope. Uh, every what he piss off Uncle Dave. Well, let's see because Dave leaves it to the voters uh, who he has a. Uh, uh, re- other people inside the business, reporters, and long-term fans get balanced. Damn. New report, getting new voters. The fuck you doing? And this is the third time he's put them on, and the third time he didn't get the minimum required to stay on the ballot. 
These people need to do and research. Just put them the fuck in, Dave. What are you doing? These people need to do it's research. Your fucking newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> that's, he ticks all the boxes. That's ridiculous. He ticks all the boxes. But yeah, that's the to me that's the biggest crime of that thing is like God, kids. What are you doing? But I, you think he'd get on just on peers alone? Yeah, you who, think what peers aren't voting for? Enough him, people right? know him. Enough people who train him are fucking around wrestling. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, Brazo de Plata, luchador. Uh, one I don't know a lot about. He's one of the famous Brazos. Uh, they're a Hall of Fame caliber team. Uh, kept lucha afloat in the eighties, especially. Ted Lewin? I can't believe he just died. How old was he? Uh, he was born in 35. Exactly. So, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> the Lewins were a very popular tag team in New York in the 50s Jesus and Christ. 60s. Um, that's why I was like, he just died? God damn. <laughs> Good uh, living, I guess. Hideki Hosaka. I heard about the death. I don't know terribly much about them, unfortunately. That's what I missed. Jody Hamilton. That yeah. I know. The assassin. The assassin. Nick Patrick's father. Yep. The legendary assassin. Is he who a could, junior? Was he Jody Hamilton Jr.? Yes. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He could cut a mean promo. Was a great worker in terms of what actual work rate is, which is not unbelievable move set, but you know, realistic reality. Like, you know, Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hogan's a great worker because he doesn't have to do a lot of shit. He, nope. So, he was like that. Great feuds with Dusty Rhodes. Um, and, you know, his son was a very promising wrestler until he blew out his knee. So, and then a great ref. Yep. Uh, same day as uh, so we have Brett Prentice. Burt Prentice. Burt Prentice. Yeah, Burt Prentice. Uh, a great figure in Southern wrestling in Tennessee as a promoter, as a. Uh, <laughs> wait, told me to wrap it up. No, 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 uh, no. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, as a promoter, as a manager on USWA, had mm-hmm. he was the queen, Burt Prentice, when he uh, <laughs> when he managed women in the Ladies Professional Wrestling Association. <laughs> he was yeah, the queen. Dude. Hell yeah. Uh, he he could also play the effeminate manager if need be in Memphis. Him and Lawler used to have really good go arounds. Um, was an understated. He was a successful promoter in the sense that he only had really small territories and companies but managed in in tennessee and in, in, in east tennessee to get four shows a week you can get your guys full-time work there somehow may not have made a lot of money but and uh, we all remember this one so same day it's funny you just brought up uh, how great he was at southern wrestling uh bobby eaton was the same uh, day that one hit me the worst this that year. one yeah because my all listen to that cornet episode gee that was a rough episode us. it was a rough Did you listen episode to that, Joe? no Whew. It's a the rough first hour. Yeah, it was his third time trying to record it. Oh, he just he got through it sort of until the very end again. But oh my god, it, for me it, that's like rough to listen to those types. Like we you know we've mentioned it before. Pritchard when it's Eddie and or, this you one know. I had to. I couldn't not listen to this. Of course, yeah, it's my a favorite, great episode. My favorite all time team is the Midnight Express. Yep. I grew up. Wanting to be beautiful, Bobby and the two teams. I mm-hmm. practiced his punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I practiced his leg drop off the top rope once. Yeah, it hurts like a some bitch. <laughs> oh, I practiced it once. once. <laughs> I said he can have it. Yeah, it's like a dog. I love sleeper his holds. Got it. Sleeper holds. Underrated run is his team with Regal. I love the the blue bloods. 
Uh, he was just I, such a great worker. I told Corey, I got to see in person Bobby Eaton and Stone, Stunning Steve Austin in person as a tag team. That's awesome. The yep. Dangerous Alliance was fun. Yep. Uh, I'm going back. I've I've loved watching him in Memphis. Him and Coco Ware as a tag team was one of the greatest tag teams <laughs> I've ever seen. It's just that they only had like an eight month run, but they were so fucking good. Uh, one of the universally loved guys in the business, like everybody loved Bobby. The Rock spoke about it when he passed mm-hmm. away. Like everybody loved him. Um, that one hurt. One of those like. Owen Hart guys were like, yeah. no one said negative shit about nope. him ever. He was just a good old guy. A good dude, Good old man. country boy. According to work. I know you know this next name. I don't know if Joe knows this next name. You should. Yeah. Dominic Danucci. Ooh. I should. I Prominent. Nothing right now. I'm going to give you a name. Yep. Brutus Beefcake. It's a weird trend. Just follow me. Brutus Beefcake was Hulk Hogan's number two. Mm-hmm. Wherever he went, Brutus went to yep. work. Dominic DiNucci was the number two Italian guy to Bruno. When Bruno went somewhere, Dominic went somewhere to work. Mm-hmm. He provided him employment. That's not to say he couldn't cut it out on his own. He could. Dominic was a pretty good first day for a pretty good worker. Um, he was like Tito before Tito in the WWWF. If you came in as a big hill and you got to Dominic and you beat him, you were going to get the Bruno run Okay, of the three. Uh, kind of like Tito in the later days. And also, I uh, became a trainer yep. afterwards. And uh, in 1986, he had three graduates, well, more than three, but three, three graduates from his training class, uh, the same training class. One was referee Mark Curtis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the f- and the franchise, <laughs> <laughs> Shane Douglas. More importantly, and, however. And one Mick Foley. All yeah. came out of the same training class. Oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. Yep. Yeah. And that's his biggest claim to fame now is training McFoley. Yeah. Yep. But you shouldn't ignore what he was able to do on his own. And also a big star in World Championship Wrestling, which is the company in Australia in the 60s. It was the first super territory where just wrestling was on fire. And that's he was a big star there. Okay. So. Too many more big names on the list. I'll run through some of these pretty quickly here. Uh, Brick Bronski. Yeah, just a yeah, just a worker. And the next one, uh, I mean, we spent a lot of time on it when it happened. Uh, Daphne was the next yeah. one. Yeah, unfortunate what happened there. That uh, yeah, that's uh, and it's weird. Been weird watching the Monday Night War stories. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, that was yeah. But it was nice to see the outpouring of of love, love uh, afterwards. Yeah. Uh, didn't realize she was as universally loved as she was. I didn't either. And that's the one where it's a new term that people are using, and I part of me wants to hate it, but part of me wants to get behind it because it's a good thing to do, and that's giving somebody their flowers before they die. Yeah. Part of me feels stupid saying it, but it's a good idea. Yeah. It might have made us some differences. <sighs> that one sucked. Uh, Steve Lawler and Ryan Sakota. He was young. Same day. Yeah, he was. Sakota was born in '74. Yeah, he came in in 2003. Him and uh, Yang from ah. <laughs> came in as Tajiri's henchman oh, in WWE. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and that's pretty much the only thing I knew he did. But that's young. Uh, Bill White, just Rumi Kazama. No. Reggie Parks. 
Ooh, Joe should care about that one quite a bit. The boat maker. Yep, yeah. Some of the ah. some of his best work is hanging behind ah. the boat maker. Reggie Parks was a was a, a I've good heard, su- I've heard old Conrad. He was a successful that. wrestler before, but then found his calling when he retired. He could if, make films. I'll tell you this right now. I don't know if you ever noticed that when you look at Nine the inches. when you look at the uh, wing eagle. Yeah. Yep. Look at the wing eagle, and then look at the U.S. title from WCW. Yep. Same wing on it. Uh, it eagle is. On it. Same eagle on it. I never noticed that. That's until awesome. Like a nice. couple months ago, someone Fuck was like, hey, yeah, dude. did you ever notice that the eagle on the wing eagle and the U.S. title from WCW is the same one? I'm like, no. And, awesome. and you look, and it's the same did one. Did you know that, Corey? I didn't until now. That's yeah. It makes sense. I mean, he made both yeah, of them. He made them so. both. That's crazy. You, uh, what, I'll show you later, but it's just like, yeah, it's Hell the same yeah, eagle. Dude. Best belt maker of all time, too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Good luck yeah. on anybody. I mean, look at the ones they use nowadays. Those WWE titles. The only good ones is AEW. And yeah. not even all of them. So, yeah. But those WWE ones are horrific. Hedo? Uh, I, mean, I, I knew he'd passed them. They'd passed away. I just uh, John Lees? Angelo Mosca? Angelo Mosca. Mosca. Big deal. Big deal in Canadian football. Played for the Rough Riders for a number of years. And then... Transferred. He he did the wrestling on his own as well. Made a lot of money in wrestling. His son wrestled famously in the early eighties and was god awful. <laughs> and but but Angela Mosca, <laughs> is a big name, big dude. <laughs> Almost done. Uh, Estrella Blanca, Luchador. Yeah. Pat Barrett. I I know who it is, but I can't tell you a lot of what they did. Cal Rudman. I love Cal Rubin. Cal Rubin was a newscaster in Philadelphia who did the Spectrum house shows for the WWF <laughs> and had such a man crush on Don Morocco. <laughs> oh, my God. Had such a man crush on Don Morocco. <laughs> but a lot of fun. He would say the weirdest shit. You're just like, what? Uh, Blackjack Lanza. The Blackjacks. Nope. Um, everybody remembers Blackjack Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because the lineage and Barry Windham and whatnot, but but Blackjack Lanza was a fucking hell of a worker, big strapping guy. Uh, Bobby Heenan was the original manager of, of Blackjack Lanza before Mulligan came around, and also a very powerful agent in WWF for years and years and years. Uh, Jimmy Rave, that one sucked. Yeah, hardcore death match. Oh, he's young as shit. Yeah, he lost both his legs just he, recently. And an arm. And an arm. Amputee. Uh, oh, damn. Them. Severe drug problems. Then MRSA caused one arm and both legs to be amputated. Jesus Christ. And yeah. then finally died. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. Most uh, people would know him as the uh, one half of the tag team, the Rock and Rave Infection in TNA with uh, Lance Archer. When Christy Hemme is their manager. But his serious work, uh, Ring of Honor. He was part of the embassy with Prince Nana. And it was so hated in a place where it was hard to be a real heel because Ring of Honor fans just loved work rate. Yeah. But he would have rolls of toilet paper hurled at him in the ring after, before every match. <laughs> Two more. Uh, I'm going to go a little lower here. Marcus Crane. Man, he just passed away. It was GCW. Uh, he was a deathmatch yeah, worker. Yeah, 27th. Yeah. yeah, yeah he just passed away. He was 32. Um. I've seen a couple of his matches, but I don't remember much yeah, more than that. Same. But he was very well. That uh, Till Infinity I'm watching was mm-hmm. a lot of Marcus Crane references and yeah. all that. And then uh, Corporal Kirshner. Is he really dead this time? 
It's an inside joke because WWE has declared him dead three different times on their website. Uh, so when this one happened, it was like, is he really dead? Uh, to the fact where he had to he had to contact family members because they thought he was dead because of, of WWE. Uh, Jesus of course. Christ. So you know, but no, he finally passed away. He uh, he had an un, unenviable job in 1985 to um, replace Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, that's a problem. We're just going to name you Corporal Kirchner. It's close enough. Sure. Ended up in Japan as Leatherface, <laughs> wearing the um, the mask for FMW. Yeah. Holy hell, yeah. dude! Sick. Yep. My God. And then that's pretty much it from there. So yeah. That was the list. That's that's a lot of people. That's Jesus, man. There's some I didn't know about though. I gotta do my homework. Oh my God. This yeah database. He still crushed it though. That's so yeah. fucking insane. So I don't know. I don't know anything it. like that. Yeah. There's nothing in life I could I could do that too. That's crazy. Yeah. I can do it with wrestling and uh, 60s pop music. Jesus, man. I guess when you're... The Oneaters. The Oneaters. <laughs> now, so, gentlemen. What time is it? It's the award show. It's game time. Oh, huh? it's game no show. set for over 50 years. For over 50, 50 years, years. No Cell Entertainment brings you the No Cell Award. That's yep. right, baby. One, two, three, four, five, Nine awards. Well, Nine, eight awards and then a eight and special, special category. A, a beginning... Yep. So let's start off with a pay-per-view of the year. So I was like, Corey and I had the same answer. I think you're going to be with us here. Uh, we went with All Out. All Out. Yep, I have All Out. I mean, yeah. that show was <laughs> fucking bananas. It was so fun to watch. It's to experience. Yeah. It's, I can't remember the last time I had fun watching a pay-per-view. We, and we say that almost every AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, almost, but I mean, almost, that one was that was like It was. The debut, the of punk debut on Rampage was crazy. Like the build up to that, yeah. but that whole night and just trying to guess which surprise was going to be, and it was fucking all of them. Ruby <laughs> Soho. I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson Punk's so. first match, Darby Allen, which was a great fucking match. It delivered. Yeah, it was completely awesome. It was great. And we, I think we said it was the best pay-per-view since Revolution the year before. We did. I believe is what we said. We did. Yes, we did. And I stand by that still. Still, yeah. Is it better than Revolution? Was it better than Revolution yeah, overall, 2020? I think, so. I think we discussed 2019? that. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. God it's damn, the, it's, it's so the, good. It's the gold standard of recent. Of recent. Yeah, agreed. Uh, match of the year. We again had the same answer, me and you. So probably what's with yours? us. What's, what's yours? What's yours? Oh, come on. What's yours? Uh, I went with uh, the 60-minute draw. Hangman and Hangman Dan- and Danielson, as it be. Yeah, that was pretty clear cut. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I said liked it. I liked it way. Like I liked it more than you the first time you watched yep, it. Yep, and yep. you're like, because you gave like four and a quarter. Yeah. And then I was I, like, uh, I was like that. That's higher. I in dozed my mind. off through it. Off so I'll say. So I was like, is that why it was like? Low. Yeah, because I did. I probably missed overall twenty minutes of the match. Okay. Just in, in different spots. So once I was able to watch it all the way through in one sitting without dozing, I thought this is fucking great. It's great. So I went with it, and then I watched it again, and it was just as good still. And I was like, oh, full five. It's so good. My man. runner up was Ilya and Walter too, from TakeOver. I was going to ask what the what the runner up for everybody was. Uh, uh, Lucha Ma- Brothers and Bucks still cage. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was uh, Bianca and Sasha. It's a good match. Uh, female breakout star. So. I'll go first. Okay. okay. My answer's a little weird. Okay. 
I went Britt Baker. I I, I, I thought about it. I be honest, I did was on the roster, but she took a giant leap but forward in twenty twenty one. She did. Yeah, she, you know, that's that's a good answer. So that's why it's my answer. It's Britt for me. Uh, I'll go if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I for me, I'm taking uh, Tay Conte. Again, that's a really good, and that's. Probably one I should have went with, but that's all right. It, the fact that she was in NXT and they made her a black belt judo wrestler. That's what oh, she was. they made was, her hate wrestling. And then made her hate wrestling, and now <laughs> she, she's breaking out. She was like, she tried to walk. She walked away at one point, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let her release her, so she came back, then they fired her. And nice, then guys. It was just a matter of happenstance that she got, like, Tony Khan was a big fan of her on NXT when no one else noticed. I mean, she had talent. Mm-hmm. So kind of as a, okay, she did a dark match and then it was happy there and they offered her the contract and we get what we get today but from being almost out of the business to no that's that's an excellent choice and probably the one i should have picked Uh, i went AEW as well i went jade cargill from where she started cutting that promo for Shaq to being in the finals of the tournament and they've done a really good job they've done a paul heyman on her and by that i mean they've they've maximized the positives and they've completely hidden the negatives to where she's far from a finished product, but she's over, and what she does in the, is good. She could only get better, theoretically. I so. think of the three, I think I agree with Joe. I think it's Ty Conti. Ty Conti's probably the right yeah. pick. Like, I, I wrote That's a really Brit, but I think I, Brick was too... I, I, honestly, I think she's too big of a star. I, to be considered yours was a too big, star. and mine's still too green. Yours is just I think, Joe's, I think Joe's is the right answer. I think it's Ty Conti. All right. Uh, no, I, I, I honestly, I had Brit too, for a bit. I'm like... But she might come up in something else down the line. Who knows? She, but, you uh, know. Man, Ty Conti. What do you think her ceiling is? Is she a better version of Brit? Uh, no, because she's... I don't know if she has the personality. Oh, she's got tons of personality. It's just different. Yeah. It's, she's very charismatic, smiling all the time. The crowd the crowd reacts to her. Bailey? She's like a violent, violent. jiu-jitsu Bailey yeah. in a way. Yeah. She's like a cross between Rhea and Bailey. Yeah, yes. in a way, yeah. 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 Uh, I think she continues to get better. I think she could be a women's champ someday. I think so. She, uh, for she sure. Wasn't for ready sure. For sure, TBS. She wasn't ready at full gear. Mm-hmm. Could be a possibility TBS like yeah. by the end of the year yeah. and then further going than the women's. They're just finally turning a corner in that division in AEW. If, if you They're want, starting if you to want, sign some people. If you want, go back and watch uh, Rampage, the uh, Bunny and... Uh, oh, my God. Um, it's on the gimmick. <laughs> it is uh, Bunny and... Um, Bunny and uh, Penelope Ford. Ford versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay. And there's blood within the first minute. That checks out. It's a, it's a death match, tag match. Uh, <laughs> and they kill it. They kill it, yeah. Ford does a backflip onto, uh, I think it was Conti. It was a moonsault. Moonsault off the top turnbuckle to the outside. Onto a table, on table on the outside. Table doesn't it break. It doesn't break. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It just, she plants her. Yeah, but Bunny, oh, Bunny the and Conti. Downside of being 110 pounds. Bunny <laughs> has the Muda, like. The, the blood scale. Blood. The Muda blood scale going. And. <laughs> Uh, Conti also has blood skill too, but not <laughs> as bad. Yeah, but yeah, it's a damn good match. Fuck yeah, they do like women's hardcore matches. Fucking great in that company. They do. It's they do. Weird. It's they, they it have this like weird like corner on it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our next award is called the Hook Legacy Award for a young up and comer who may be Hook. So who do you guys give? I mean, it's it's who embodies the hook legacy of, of hook. hook. Yes. Yeah. You know, and really. It's Hook. It's Hook. It's Hook. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Hook wins. Hook. What a, what a year. 
What a year. You have two matches. Two ma- what a <laughs> year. Two more, you have two matches. You're the number one he t-shirt is, seller on Pure Wrestling he is, he, Which he is. And, uh, also, I almost bought the shirt. I almost, I almost like, bought it just the, says hook. It's like, why does it have a hook on it? There's it's a new ridiculous. one. It says send hook. Send hook. Uh, there's that. And oh, I, got, that, I got send veer on the way. That's send veer. Oh, yeah. Send veer. That was so pathetic, That's by the way. fucking gross, how, dude. How cringeworthy was that? Yes, God, that was. company sucks. Send veer. Send hook. Which, by the way, on the, on the rampage, the, yeah. with the... Taz did a segment of breaking down <laughs> the ta- uh, Hook's ta- moves. Uh, Hook's moves. Yeah. Because um, WWE and TNA used to have Taz do that with other workers, too. <laughs> yeah. right? So it makes sense. Have him do it with Hook. That's own fantastic. Son. That's so great. Here he replies the cut to Hajime, which yeah. you may have known as the Taz mission. Oh. But now it's rebranded Red Rome. God damn it. All right. Male breakout star. This okay. Was, okay, let me give you a backstory. This is hard. This was so obvious. Yeah. Once my son answered the question for me, can, that I felt stupid. Can you go last then? Yes. Okay. So I will tell you guys, I texted you guys. I struggled for a week. I was like, I literally can't think of somebody. Yeah. I was doing some research today. I went Burr Baker. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I finally landed on Damian Priest. Well, I thought I had a, he did break out. a he really did. big year last year. Yeah. The bad bunny tag. He's a U.S. I mean, champ. They didn't capitalize on the way they should, but it's that company they don't, so yeah. it's not his fault. But he uh, elevated his star power a lot. That's a good answer. That's, that's, that's good. And I didn't think of it. Uh, for me, uh, I thought of it on the, like, legitimately, like, I thought of it, like, on the way home yep. today. For me, yep. he hasn't got anywhere yet, but okay. he's breaking. Dante Martin. It's not a bad it's thing. another good pick. I thought about him briefly. Joe. Talk about Don, talk about Dante Martin here for a second. For me, Dante Martin is the going to be the. Wait a minute. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is this is this going to who Corey no. picked? Go ahead. Uh, for me, Dante Martin is going to be is looks like this generation's of Rey Mysterio. He could be. I have I've been huge on Dante Martin. Like as people complain that he's on TV a bunch. I'm like he should be. He yeah. should be. He no, is he, very good. He, he does stuff Rey could do. He was 21. He flies. Yeah. He's so good. That's a good answer too. And, and like I know they've they've died him down a bit, but they they are doing that. But for like that three months, you know, it was Dante Martin. He went one on one with Omega. He went on Team Taz, and then they screwed him over. Uh, he had a match with the MJF. Um, so like. We had, we had really good answers, Joe. We did. But we're fucking morons. We're dumb. Who and we you want to know why? why? I'm dumb, too, by the way. Because the little database. I was just about to say Hook. I could not think of anybody. I, I didn't want to go Hook. Yeah. But I was like, is there nobody else? Finally, my kid's at the computer. We're dumb. If this is I'm it, like, if... Noah, male breakout star of the year. It took him one second. Braun Breaker. <laughs> I literally couldn't think of Braun Breaker. <laughs> there are people screaming at their headphones right now that we're not saying I Braun like, Breaker. Braun Breaker. Of course. We're fucking morons. Of How course we're not saying Braun Breaker stand. Apparently we're not. <laughs> I was like, God, of course, of course it. it's Braun Breaker. <laughs> He you know what's funny too? He's like, I just saw like on NXT, like, who's your breakout star? And they had like everybody, and he was dead center. I was like, he right told me you were gone. I was like, motherfucker. Of course it's fucking Braun Breaker. We're a bunch of morons. Jesus Christ. My kid had it dialed in from the get go. It took him less than a second to answer. God damn it. It's literally the easiest category we could have picked. We, and we didn't. We, <laughs> we fucked up. We all had goose eggs until today. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. we, had, we had the I hook. We don't no. have the breaker. What a bunch of morons. God damn it. <laughs> That's amazing. 
Jesus. I thought you'd enjoy the shit out of that. It it's so dumb. Our next award is called Jeff uh, Jeff Mack, Fuck It, I'm Leaving the Country, a.k.a. the Fuck Off Award. Yep, 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 yep. Can I go first, please? Yeah. Feel free, feel free, feel free. Cody Rhodes can fuck right the hell oh, off. But he cured racism. He did, yeah. Did you? Because Tony Khan brought it back. So did, did you cure racism? Did you see that See that statistic? Because Cody of, wept. He had no more conquer to, uh, yeah. countries to conquer. Cody Rhodes is so cringy. He is the absolute worst parts of John Cena. You know what? That's a good answer. It sucks, dude. It. He can fuck right the hell off. He can fuck right the hell off to Stanford, Connecticut. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. That's a and, uh, you know, we jinxed us by the fact that, you know, uh, one... Uh, Leading into the uh, the match with Sammy, the and she's yeah. like, Corey is like, I think we're like Sammy's gonna win, and Corey's like the last word from Corey's like from Corey's like, yeah, he Cody's winning. Cody's like, winning. It was obvious to me how the Grinch stole Christmas and with how they're going with his character, I was like, oh, he's winning. Was that who was wrestling on Nitro? Yeah. When he came in, mm-hmm. no, uh, you were close, but no, he was there. His jobber, but, uh, but yeah, it was like the idea of like God. Damn it! Yeah, so that's mine. Is Cody? <sighs> that's the right answer. That is the right answer. <laughs> no, no, you have? Did you have my mine? Fuck off! It's just WWF. Yours is mostly like e, that. WWE. Yours is pretty my, much that. I wrote WWE and how they handle their contracted yep. talents. Yeah, fuck right they off. They can fuck right off with the talent releasing. Sorry, those uh, papers are worth the fucking yeah. ink you spent to mine sign it. Mine was essentially Vince McMahon for that reason. Yep. But even that, I'm like, fuck Cody can Budget fuck cuts, right off, but dude. Cody Cody's the right, right answer. Yeah. That's stupid especially, especially fucking reality show. Fuck off. And Cody's new t-shirt, like, winner. Babyface, heel, heel, winner. Winner, and winner's the one yeah. that has his fucking logo. He can fuck, fuck right, right off. off. You know when he jumped the shark when he put that goddamn tattoo on his mouth? Yep, and we, we questioned it the yep. day of. I was like, oh, that's changed. What an idiot. Uh, next award is the female performer. So for me... This was the first one I thought of. I thought this was pretty clear for me. Bianca Belair. Okay. I went Britt Breaker. I mean, Bianca mm. won the Rumble and had the best match I thought at Mania. Both answers are, I mean, I think it's safe to say those are clearly yeah. the top two answers. I don't love me some Britt, but I still want Bianca. Yeah. I. This is another one I struggled with. I was going between those two. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a third, but I was stuck between those two. And I had to defer to my son. I'm like, Noah, female performer of the year. He's like, Bianca Belair. So I was like, yep, that gets it. I, <laughs> That's two votes to one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. It, they're all not bad. They're not yeah. bad. You know, it's just like the, the thing we have going, like, it's like, you know, like, Britt's been like the whole year. And yeah. Bianca was the first, you know, Should have been the months. whole year. It's criminal it's like what they did like, to her, it's too. It's been like ten, nine to ten months now. She, you know, now she's in a triple threat match next week to determine if she can be the number one contender. They've done her dirty. They, I mean, they did a worse job on her than Big E. Indeed. How do you, She is such a dynamic performer and is so different than every other female they have on the roster. Charismatic as all like hell. How you fuck up like her and like a Becky. Like, I don't understand. Plus, she fired him and carried Otis around the ring. Dude, it's crazy, dude. She. She's so good. And well, I can see one problem some buyer ups in that company may have with her. Yeah, she's not Charlotte. Got it. Oh, before we leave, remind me to talk about Tony Storm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Best male performer. This was, 
I was conflicted, and I really weighed my options. Uh, Hook, well, we, actually might, we actually might all have different answers here. We might have all different answers. I can't wait to, to rationalize mine, but please go. Okay. I'm at Kenny Omega. He dominated for 11 months. He was the top guy in the top company, the company that actually grew and didn't um, landslide. Plus made a difference and in business. impact. Yep. He, he made a difference in two companies. Yeah. He was the belt collector. Where uh, the big dog uh, did not. No. He actually had the opposite effect. Mine was Kenny Omega. See? Look at that. Mine Same was, reasons, basically. Yes. Yeah. Mine was Kenny Omega until about two hours before I sent you the list. Yeah. Kenny yeah. Omega has been my wrestler of the year the entire year. Mm-hmm. I said it would take a superhuman effort to unseat him because it just seemed illogical to me. Mm-hmm. But somebody did it. Yeah. And I looked at their entire year, not just four months. But it's uh, to me, it's Brian Danielson. I, I honestly, I honestly had Danielson. Like, but I was just like, <laughs> it's just what well, three months. Well, the thing is, like, you know what I mean, like, if you want to, I'm going to be nitpicky here a little bit. Brian Danielson had a great four months. Daniel Bryan had an okay six months. Yeah. I was gonna say, I, don't don't discount it so quickly. I'm not. I'm not. Because I was gonna say he was uh, without even trying because he had completely given up on being pushed. <laughs> yeah. But he was <laughs> so popular still that they had to add him to the world title match at a WrestleMania <laughs> for the second time <laughs> to make it interesting. I, I I'll be honest. I I had I had you uh, forgot that didn't you? I had Brian. Oh yeah. For the longest like for I, I think I'm like, what about Brian Danielson? Well, to be honest, it's only been like four months, and I honestly forgot about like the first, the last eight months of. Uh, I mean, it's easy to do because that company. Is I looked fucked, at Mania, man. where they had to add him to even get people to care about that mm-hmm. match. I looked at the very underrated, very good, uh, loser leaves town match with Roman Reigns on SmackDown. That match was phenomenal. He did such a great job when he lost. And then I thought, okay, and then he comes into AW, but he's. He is so quickly the guy. <laughs> oh, Lord. He is the guy. Yeah. And he's the, he had a tremendous string of matches, 16 wins, um, beat people with different moves, had great matches every time out. The match with Omega was outstanding. The, 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 the Miro match was really good at... Uh, Yep, full gear, mm-hmm. and then the page match, and I was like, you know, I, I thought about that, but I, I feel like we've done this before, and it's like I've done like the four month, like last yeah. year's Roman Reigns, and I thought about Roman, and you guys like you're he was like it really been like three months, and I was like, yeah, but, but I keep forgetting the other to eight. Be, for, well, to be nitpicky, his was he only had three matches in those four months too, exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. Um, but no, I I honestly had uh, but Brian yeah no on I had I had bit. Danielson uh, Kenny Omega was the guy yeah. until the very end, and no fault of his I still think he he was fantastic he was the glue to not just AEW but Impact for the first eight months of its fucking year no he was tremendous belt collector I looked at it as I think he set out he didn't get rid of all the comedy but he set out. To do a big fuck you to every one of his detractors. Yeah. This that was his goal this year. There's one big one. 
And he, but, <laughs> but, he, North but, but honestly, but honestly even that, he softened a bit. He, he, he softened a little. He did. On. He got the reaction he wanted. He uh, he proved himself to those who said he couldn't be that guy. He could be that guy now. He's not better than Brian Danielson. No, and no. that was some more bullshit. But he we talked about a couple weeks ago. Fantastic. That's year. some more bullshit. <laughs> So yeah, it was that close. Like I, like if it was a percentage, I went fifty point nine to Brian Danielson. Who did uh, Uncle Dave go with? Do you know? Did he go with Omega or Danielson? It'd be, it'd be Omega. I think it was, it was it'll, Omega. Be, it'll be Omega. Yeah. Um. So before we move on to that, yeah, yeah. is there anybody else you guys want to give a shout out to that we didn't give an award to? Who had a great year? There are a few. Um, I I don't know anything about the music business, but he's still huge. But I want to say shout out to Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, yeah, he killed it. Uh, he killed it as a celeb. I mean, is it the best celebrity interaction? I think so. I think so. Well, I think we. He have says he watches yeah. it every night before he goes to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's so good, man. It's like the thing he's most proud of. No. He crushed it. Uh, so give it to him. Should have made a much bigger difference. And for you know what? Priest, but you know, uh, <laughs> shout out to Miz and Morrison. Yep. For being the base. And while we're at it, I might as well throw Priest in. It's not like he did nothing. Perfect level for Miz. Yeah. That's exactly what he should be doing. Uh, I'm trying to think. That bunny's a good call. Bunny's good. Shout so, out to, to my boy Hammer. Hammer. To Hammer. Winning that MLW world title and being the face of that company. I think it's, uh, it's a good fit for him. I want to give out the shout out to the people like Darby... Brian Pillman Jr., Jungle Boy, those underneath guys who took a big step forward. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That that match with Punk that showed that Darby can wrestle, not just be the crazy psycho dude. Um, Sammy Guevara, who has such a bright future. Oh, my God. That dude, man. We talked about Oh, yeah, in wrestling, too. Yeah, That, too. Uh, too. He he zoned out. (laughs) Uh, I was like, I'm just thinking about that future. So so I was going to ask about that. Outside of Prawn Breaker, is there anybody that other fucking company no. who made a step forward? No. no. They're look, trying. Look, they, Cole left. Gargano is probably showing up in AEW. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly left. Sky Too Hotty left, and he did a promo at the GCW about how he's got tired of trying to train ping pong players how to be a wrestler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they said no more wrestlers. We want to trade athletes because that's going to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to all those guys for betting on themselves and said, yeah. just taking money. And by saying that, though, and I don't want to dismiss Kevin Owens. He's got a family. Got a family. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get he's it. put in the dues. He's put in the dues. He's, he's done re- the work. He's, he's wrecked his body. There's nothing else he needs to prove. Yeah. No, right? you're right. At the Adam Coles, the guard, they still have something to prove. Yeah. Kevin Kevin Owens is not. So for Kevin so there's Owens, nothing left for him I to prove. I perfectly understand it. Yep. Get your money. Take care of your family. That kid of his is taller than he is already. Jesus Christ. Freaky. The first time I saw him, he was pinning a wrestler. He was like eight months old. Kevin right. put him on a wrestler at a show to pin him. And now he's fucking taller than Kevin Owens. Jesus yeah, fuck. Yeah, he is. That's scary. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, so good to all those guys. Good for... Uh, you know, I want to give a shout-out to all of those Ring of Honor employees who, through no fault of their own, yeah. have to find a new way to, to, to make a living. Hopefully in the business or just anyhow. Um, they got dealt a bad hand. I really hope they come back. I just don't. I don't see it. Really. I just um, sucks. It sucks. It's a shitty situation. Yeah. I hope a lot of them land on their feet elsewhere and make the best of it. Yep. Yes. 
Uh, but for the last award, the No Cell Award, aka the No Cell Hall of Fame. Dun, 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 dun. We're opening. The, we're opening the Hall of Fame. We're wing. opening the Hall of Fame wing. And as a group here, we've decided on who our first uh, entrant of the No Cell Hall of Fame. We'll be doing two this year. Yeah, yep. but our first. There's an in ring, in ring, and, and then uh, just an auxiliary. Yep. And uh, we'll start with the uh, ladder. As this person was the savior of the group. Yep. One could say the silent voice of a generation. Yeah. One could say that this person loves wrestling and loves each other. They want you to love wrestling. They want you to love each other. Yeah. Yes. You could say this about this person. That's true. You could say all of that. They, can, they go on rants a lot. Yeah. They sometimes they do. don't make sense a lot. They sometimes they do. Considering who they have to put up with most of the time. Yeah. I give him a pass on that. Me no. too. <laughs> and for that reason, the first inductee into the No So Hall of Fame is one producer Zen. That's right, baby. Dun 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 dun. It was the only choice. It was the only choice. Or we would be all I fired. mean, I mean, honestly, this shit doesn't work without producer Zen. She, she so. does like eighty percent of the work. You know, it's it's, it's uh, not even a question. We're a bunch of jackasses talking into a microphone. She makes it sound good. So, yeah, you know, that's right. That's that's the easy one. Uh. It's pretty easy. May, it, may yeah. I? Yeah, you may. I mean, congrats, congrats, producers, and much deserved. Dun, 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 dun. When it came to choosing an in-ring talent, there was a lot of names that would a lot perfectly exemplify No Cell Entertainment. Ron Breaker and the wait to hear the the now for next year, Joe. Okay. And mm. the year we had the someone who exemplifies everything we've been with at No Cell Entertainment. Yep. The eternal underdog, maybe the guy that, no, no matter what, he doesn't give up. No. He's a fighter. He's a fighter. No. He will always win. He will do anything. He won't he, do that. He, but he won't go for that. He is, just quite simply, Mr. No Cell Entertainment. <laughs> he is a multi-time world champion. Yep. He's a multi-time intercontinental champion. A multi-time United States champion. Mm-hmm. He's been a tag team champion. Yes. He's been a uh, Southern heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. He's been, uh, he's dabbled <laughs> in mixed martial arts. <laughs> he's dabbled in Lucha. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. And now he's about to tackle and dominate deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> yep. The only man that could possibly be the first Hall of Fame Entrant to the No Cell Entertainment Hall of Fame. That's right. Double J. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> For all your story home, that's J E double F J A double R E double T. The chosen one. Choke on that, slap nuts. Ain't he great? He is. Yes. When it As came someone, down to it, there was really only one choice. There was. It was. Corey contestants, we saw that gentleman in person, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I saw him at the so Rumble. I saw him at the Rumble. You did see him at the Rumble, you motherfucker. Yeah, he, forgot that. he got and the wrong. He got the dun, son dun, of a dun, bitch. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but we got heel oh. fan baiting Jeff oh. Jarrett. I got, but oh. then that following night, I got him versus Elias. Goddamn. Well, there's that. So. We got him and Ink Ink, who we saw last night on Bound for Glory. And a six-man and a tag. And a six-man tag against the team of Beer Money and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. That's right. We fucking win, dog. That was awesome. It's amazing. Jeff Jarrett. Welcome. 
Take your rightful place in the No Cell Hall of Fame. Welcome. Next year, I'm sure we will uh, we will bring two more right. great people into the No Cell Hall of Fame. Da, 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 da. Uh, Unsullied uh, by sponsorships in 1989. Wait, it's a different company. Yeah. Sorry, we uh, can't do that. Yeah, that's somebody I can't else. Do that, yeah. So this brings an end to the awards. Uh, I think that's it, right? Unless Corey, you want to talk about Tony Storm? Yeah. The fuck's Quick. that about? Oh, quickly! Right. <laughs> Holy fuck! She opened up since her. Uh, <laughs> Her leaving the WWE. <laughs> did you see this? No. I did not see this either. Woo. Do me a favor and just vamp. I want to make sure I get it right. It, oh, I think I know. She. I thought it was somebody else, but I, she did do a long thing about things that made her piss. Basically, at points. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't say it. I'm don't not going to say it. I'm just going to say that the rumors are it's the, that, once again, it's the she lost the, the love of the game. Yeah, you know who on. didn't lose the love of game? Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. What's Zen? Well, he's probably not going to be in the ring. What a weird duet that is. Is Zen taking the chair, guitar shot? Or is well, he's giving the guitar shot. Oh, okay. I'm I not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. What I, happens there? I wanted to... Uh, I purposely threw a short shot towards Zen when I said he's about to become the king of deathmatch wrestling. I'd be amazing. The man in black. Well, the man I, in black. I can't find it, but here's what she said. Oh. I quickly realized my dream of being a WWE superstar meant just me missing every important thing in my life. Uh, she missed a uh, brother's birthday, her father's intervention. Jesus Other Christ. stuff a like passing. that. A passing uh, away. Fuck. Um, and I realized I have, it's, there's more to life than sitting and catering, waiting for a chance, and having to kiss the ass of someone both on TV and behind the curtains when she doesn't even deserve it. And she was just feeding with Charlotte Flair. So yep. that's a not-so-thinly-veiled shot. Yup. And I was like, fuck. All right. So She ain't holding back. She ain't holding back. Well, you shouldn't. And finally, one of the women went public with the Charlotte Flair shit. Every woman in that company has said that shit the last four years. But no one will say it, even after they leave. No one will say it on record. That's the thing. It's like, her last name is Flair. And? Who gives a fuck? I, with her, I don't even think that's it. It's just that I'm the greatest. Kiss my fucking ass. You're lucky <laughs> to even be around me. And it's like, damn. Say what you want about her dad. He, she, he never did that shit. Yeah. Probably should have. Probably a little more. But yeah. No, no, no. But, uh, but yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in. Cause yeah. Fuck you, Charlotte Flair. As always. In perpetual. <laughs> in, you know, in perpetuity. Fuck you, Charlotte Flair. And like always, you can go to NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, everything that we do, everything that Corey loves to, uh, you know, he likes to. Corey will tell you right now that it blew his motherfucking 15-year-old mind to see a freshly shorn haircut Michael Hayes on WWF TV talking with Vince McMahon. Blew my mind. It's weird. Well, he blows everybody's minds at NoSellEntertainment.com. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to our podcast. 